Edgar's thinking of getting an RTX 3070. Well, PC in general. Well, a PC in general, but no, spe- no. But I'm gonna make sure that he just gets the graphics card. Oh God, nothing else. <laughs> you gonna, don't. He's partaking in the one graphics card challenge where you eat one single motherboard. And just oh, oh God, fight into it. God. I have no knowledge of any of this. Well, you, you, you see, with the RTX thing, Robin is trying to convince me to consume uh, a graphics card because he thinks that it would show to the world that, hey, look, this 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 kid Edgar um, knows how to eat computer stuff, and he's kind of it's crazy, right? And he wants to use it like as a thumbnail clickbait stuff. He he just loves thermal paste. <laughs> oh oh my god, thermal paste. Yeah. Sounds delicious. That's one way to get your fiber. Yeah, I mean... I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, when it comes to... I heard that it has... Uh, the RTX has good iron in it. So, you know, it's kind of... It's like a potato, so it kind of... Uh, it helps you get iron and stuff. But this is literal iron. Um, <laughs> uh, you also... Uh, it has a weird shock on it. I know I was telling Robin, he's all like, Ah, you're just being a pussy. And... It was just it was just going all around like that, and I was like, okay, I guess. And then I, my teeth got all yellow and stuff. Uh, my tongue was red, f- more than usual, you know. I was just like, yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Just keep going. <laughs> it's it's like shaving, you know. The burn means it's working. The shock means it's working. It's those vitamins. Yeah, uh-uh. exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have what? You don't eat razors before? Who doesn't eat razors? Yeah, Gage. God. I'm allergic. <laughs> Shut up. Ladies and gentlemen, hi. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome back to. Uh, it's been a long. It's been quite a while since we've had a uh, a mini episode, and of it's course, been uh, years. It's been three hundred and fifty-five seven days and two minutes since we had our last Grand Slam mini episode. That's probably not correct, but you know, we tried. We have been we away for so long that Casey Kasem. Is now here. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Casey Kasem? I was the voice of Shaggy in the old Scooby Doo move shows. Oh, you're not. not you're not. Is it Casey Kasem that uh that classics guy on the radio? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the radio personality. Okay. <laughs> he's from, he was he had passed away. He but he's famous for the radio being radio personality and voicing Shaggy on. The yeah, original that's Scooby-Doo right. That's show, right. and revoicing him in the What's New Scooby Doo. Mm. So, uh, yeah, nice. So a lot of the a lot of in What's New Scooby Doo, a lot of the actors that voiced the some like I think it was just Fred and Shaggy, and I think Velma. They came they came back from the original to 
do the voices again. Oh, no way. Yes. Nice. I could Uh be wrong about Velma, but I know for sure Fred and Shaggy are from the original. So you're a fucking liar. How old were the actors in the original one? Probably like in their their 20s. Oh, okay, okay. I was under the impression these were full-grown adults. Well, at this point, they're like, yeah, well... Well, the, the... Was dead, but, uh... <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and who's been sitting in on this podcast? <laughs> what is going it's... on? Well, you see, they just—he just—it's just a recording. They didn't yes. get a, uh, That's all it is. He knew that he was going to be recordings. on. He knew he was going to be on a podcast show called The Grand Slam, so he made some recordings. Yeah, he and... uh, like he made this recording right here, like. And that's it, you know. <laughs> it was it was just it's, one word. It's it's just a soundboard. <laughs> like 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 together. Like bruh. Like 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 Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, hi guys. We're doing the oh, intro. Yeah. I, I felt that joke had more mileage. <laughs> I felt like we could have gone on for another three minutes with that. <laughs> Give it another 30. But as you can hear through us talking, we have some special guests today. And of course, um our our but and not of course, but Yes, of course. Uh, I have my one of my lovely co-hosts with me, Mr. Uh, Robin Machuca, and our buddy, you know, our buddy Will, you know, he's still, he's still, he moved into a new place, he's still trying to settle in, and we all wish him the best, but, you know, he was he went all the way up to Austin town. He went all the way up to Austin. Hell yeah. We, we proud, we proud of our boy Will. When you, when Will's watching this, or anyone watching this, put some... Give us some likes and subscribes and some hearts in the in the comments when and, you when you see this. And in 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 to celebration, we're gonna have Edgar uh, put four cigars in all four of our mouths. Okay. Uh, yes. I'll, yeah. This is the point where we have everyone here, and all of us have cigars in them. <laughs> we'll understand why they are cigars. So, but the thing is, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be us in the picture. It's just gonna be Shaggy. It's just four Shaggies with cigars. <laughs> with four cigars. With four cigars. I want to make acne cigars. And Edgar, I swear, if it is not there the entire episode, I will come find you. Oh, oh, my, oh my god! <laughs> and he knows where I live. Please no. Alrighty. So, so uh, <laughs> enough, enough nonsense. Enough nonsense. It's time to introduce our guest, Robin. We have yes. guests on this show today. First guest we have is a re- our returning guest, our good buddy who also does streams, Mr. Gage, also known as Odd Eyes Gardevoir on Twitch. You, you can't prove I've done streams live on stream. Well, maybe the link below or, or on this video will prove you wrong, Gage. Oh, shit. I forgot I printed the receipts myself. <laughs> what? But yeah. yeah, I do stream. I play fighting games. I speed run games. I play whatever the hell I'm feeling. <laughs> hell yeah. And then our At next guest. Kind of yeah. True that. We fucks with everything. 
everything. And of course, we have we have a we have a new guest on our Grand Slam show, a good buddy of ours uh, here that we met in our university times here, um, Mr. Julian. Salutations! It's wonderful to be here. I've been actually it, very excited. I've been expecting this for like a very long time, but of course, with finals, you know, and everything going on, the holidays, it's been. Uh, I'm assuming it's been a busy time for everybody. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. A fun fact, guys. Originally, we wanted to have him for at least we we were gonna have him as a guest for one of our episodes for the Halloween stuff, but unfortunately, our schedules were kind of all over the place. That unfortunately, he wasn't able to make it. Same thing with Gage. But hey, we have you guys here now. What did you? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I am raising my glass. You can't see it, but it's there. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> 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 also uh uh sorry for mr uh mr julian's audio we were we did the best we can to fix it it does sound better than it did before but we're just gonna say that he's you know uh as will says um as will and robin said previously the trash can edition so he's he's yes. this instead of me in the can this time it's julian in the can yes see julia we have some from time to time we have a, a, a time where it's uh we call it the trash can edition of the of of the show. It's usually because it's when Will would be on would have would have to be on his phone yeah. um, for right. audio stuff. So it's kind of like that, and we kind of joke about that. But yeah. So, Ari, but welcome Hello. to the thank trash you, can you. edition. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, you know it's probably it'll probably be a while, but I'm gonna take this trash can. Yes. Very roomy. Yeah. So. Yeah. We don't in on the trash can edition of the sh of the show. We don't have. It's only really the two hosts. Let's be honest. It's me and, and Will from South Texas. <laughs> 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 because we don't have Will, Edgar, you get to come out of the tin trash can outside and into the dumpster. Oh boy! Yeah, I finally can do it. <laughs> it's not even that. It's a recycle bin. He went exactly. from the North <laughs> we we will have to put you in the recycling bin while you're on the on the garbage couch. Of course, we are reporting live outside of the Denny's on 13th Street in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Edgar, please be aware of the falling, uh, falling pancake batter and extra pancakes that get thrown out of Denny's. Robin so, just Robin just did a reference. Uh, you'll see the link on the top here in the corner. Ding ding. <laughs> okay. Um, today, today we'll have we have we have two other guests on the trash can edition. We have Julian, who is in the trash bin of where Edgar would be outside, and uh, we also got Gage. Which Gage? What is what is next for your gaming career? Uh. That is all we have time for. So let us move on to our special guest. Is our special guest is none other than the Skull Vodka person himself, Dan Aykroyd. Right, let's uh, let's Aykroyd a round of applause for being here. Dan Aykroyd. He seems to be lost. He's in the parking lot, walking around lost. Nope, oh, he's, he's trying. Um, he saw an alien or something. He saw an alien. He's very distracted, and he's 
he is now putting on his boonie hat and is now walking into the forest in the back part of the parking lot. We have lost Dan Aykroyd. He's going, okay. going, <laughs> gone. He is gone. Um, all we can see now is his car with, it seems in the back seat is just filled with skull vodka. That is a lot of alcohol um, that he's tr trying to sell. I will, uh -oh. I'll be honest. Wow. It, is, it is a pretty, pretty smooth vodka. I mean, he tried to sell it to they're me not, once, but... They're not sponsored by Dan Aykroyd's Skull Vodka, no. but I will attest it is pretty good. He could sell uh, it back to 50 Cent. He was trying to get his skull back that one time. Yeah, exactly. Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm. So, True that. But, I heard he was rehearsing for a new role. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, you know, but that's all we have time for since we have lost Dan Aykroyd. Um <laughs> So we are, we are going to move on to the actual show. Yes. <laughs> now that we're now we're finally here at this mini episode show. So as you can tell from the title and everything here, we're talking about this year's Game Awards. Oh my God! It's that time again. It's that time of the season where. Some of us will watch it because we only, honestly are watching it to see if we are, are some of our favorite games win an award and what games will they announce. And, and will, it, will the viewership be even higher than this past year's Academy Awards? Yeah, I will. Yeah, so. that's that's the one thing we'll say. As much as there's like there's kind of like issues with the game awards and we're like, what the hell with this? And then like there even with there's things going on with this one, but like at the end of the day. Every year, the viewership for the fucking Game Awards gets higher and higher. It's already out uh, outviewed the Oscars. Yeah, it's amazing. It's yeah, it's impressive, and it's just mm -hmm. it's it's getting even be better and better. Um, yeah. Well, in terms of showmanship, not so much with the other controversial stuff, especially <laughs> yeah. The Oscars. So yeah, uh, it's like it's like as the viewership of the Game Awards goes higher. The viewership for the Oscars get lower, lower and lower. But we're not going to talk about every Game Award nominee today and talk about what happens after the awards. Because, uh, you know, to be honest, some of these awards we don't really care for. Like, does anyone know the best eSports event or... Uh, that's why I'm here. That's I only I told you before we started. Only esports. Only the esport coach. How are you not a fan of the international ten, Edgar? How are you not a fan? <laughs> I, I thought it was the international thirteen. It says international ten. Oh, it's the ten. Oh, I'm not, I'm, I'll fucking play Dota. <laughs> I don't play Dota. What the fuck is that shit? The fuck? Uh, or what about PUBG Mobile Global Championship 2020? You know how people are still playing PUBG. Remember when that game launched and you were only matched against bots? Yeah. Because <laughs> they didn't have enough people to play PUBG Mobile? Yeah. Is that game still in beta? I, think, I don't think I don't so, know. right? I, I, I think it's still in beta. I, I think it's like one of those things where it's going to always be in beta. Oh god! Yeah, like Fortnite. Yeah, like Fortnite. Fortnite. Now, we're now Fortnite. getting ready for Fortnite Chapter Three. Anyway, let's talk about the Game Awards. <laughs> let's talk about Game Awards. Let's see what category oh, I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking through the the vast variety of uh of games. See what we we think. Because this time we're gonna be like, who do we think? Uh, each of us are gonna be like, 
who do we think will win and who well, do we want to let's, win? Let's start from, you know, the bottom and go to the very top ones. Oh, I'll I got lie. The <laughs> I'm at the bottom over here, this damn... Well, not, not the exact bottom, but like... Like, let's say... Let's see, 2021. Yeah, this is just right through years. Year Spurs. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, the Game Awards nominees are Bananas. Bananas again. Uh, bananas 2. Uh, bananas 3. Now, who do you think is going to win? I think Bananas 5 will make That's it. I'm fond of 3. Mm, yeah, I get, yeah, Banana 3 is pretty good, but you know. But I heard Banana 1 not that great. Like, I think Bananas like kind of like... Uh, Kind of uh, lame. Fucking apples weren't nominated. This place is a fucking rag. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Banana, bananas one was pretty good, but once you get to banana two, the peeling—I don't know. There was many twists and turns in there. I could just could not follow. That—that's true. Let's go ahead. Let's let's start with best multiplayer game, and best. we're going to talk about bananas. So, best <laughs> multiplayer. If Ooh. I can find it, there it is. Best multiplayer. Yes. Boom, 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 boom. So, word. What we got for best multiplayer game? We got Back for Blood by Turtle Rock Studios. It takes two by Haze Light Studios. Knockout City by Vlin. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise by Capcom. New World by Amazon. And Valheim by Iron Gate. So first thing I have a problem with New World. Amazon Games is an MMO. It has already lost like 80% of its player base since launching like just like last month. And okay. Valheim Valheim's fun, but that game's not even done yet. I honestly think it's going to either go to the three that it would probably either go to is for Back for Blood, It Takes Two or Monster Hunter Rise. I have not heard like a peep about Knockout City. <laughs> I I've heard a I've heard a lot about Knockout City when it came out. I'll be honest. Yeah, but that came out like a few months ago. Yeah, yeah I think it was I, I think it was similar. I think Knockout City and New World were like on that similar boat where there was a lot of like content creators like pr getting like sponsored by them, mm -hmm. and so they were playing the game like nonstop, and then after that it just kind of died down. Yeah, and that was it. But I don't know. I I think like I most likely it could possibly go to Monster Hunter Rise just. Just because of like multiplayer, because it takes two. Technically, yes, it's a multiplayer, but it's also like it's more co-op than anything. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's co-op, but it's still that's still multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. And the True. the award does include co-op and massive multiplayer experiences. Mm, okay. Wait, hmm. if you're, I would have to. Go ahead. I would have to give it to Back for Blood, uh, Monster Hunter, or New World as well, as because those are the most ones where you can have more cooperation more fun in the game and with new world they're just trying to ride on the uh on the wow i can't believe i'm drawing a blank so <laughs> <laughs> uh, i can't seem to think of the name of the game made by blizzard it was an mmorpg world of warcraft I can't, oh, world, world of warcraft <laughs> <My goodness. laughs> yeah. 
Imagine uh, that's what everyone what, is getting from. What, what's, that little indie what's that little indie game they made? It was, uh, it's on the tip oh of my tongue. Just, <laughs> got, got, got kick-started. Uh, I deserve this. I can't be that again. I'm so ashamed. I don't know if you heard about it. Hey, it's wait, a little I, hidden I gem. Just, I just kind of go like, wow. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. I deserve, I, I deserve to be admonished. Because it's like too... Going wow, because it's like you know World of Warcraft, but I'm also yeah. like wow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Robin. I'll, I'll add, I'll add some royalty-free applause for that. But yeah, Back for Blood. I think I think Back for Blood is going to be a big one this year because everyone's nostalgic about Left for Dead, and these yeah. mm-hmm. guys that made Left for Dead. And once you put that name on here, you know a lot of people are going to play it. A lot of people are going to be reminiscent about it, and people are going to be playing for the memories. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I I feel it could be a toss up between Back for Blood and It Takes Two. Uh, Hazelight puts out great experiences to watch and play through, especially after Brothers and A Way Out. Yeah. And I haven't gotten too deep into Back for Blood, but I did like what little I played of it. And for Monster Hunter, I don't want to play it on the Switch anymore. I would rather play it on PC. Yeah. Which is coming out soon. I think, mm-hmm. ja- is it January coming out on PC? I think so. But yeah, I think it, it's possibly, it could be between those three. Back for Blood, It Takes Two, and Monster Hunter Rise. Mm-hmm. If yeah. if I were to pick, mm, I'd probably give, I probably would give it a Monster Hunter Rise. Just because um, out of all of them, like I'm very interested in like how Monster Hunter is played. It's fun. Because mm-hmm. like with It Takes Two, like I don't know, like. I've I've seen some of the gameplay kind of I don't think it's for me. I probably could give it a try, but I don't know about that one. Black for Blood. I've heard good things about it. I just need to try it out to see how that goes. Thankfully, it is free on Game Pass. I think one of the most important things about a multiplayer game is the replayability, and mm-hmm. the ones I hear with that is definitely Black for Blood, Monster Hunter, and New World. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. My, I'm. For me, like even though I feel like it's between those three, Back for Blood, Takes Two, and um, Monster Hunter, I'm stuck between my pick is either Back for Blood or for Monster Hunter. But if I had to choose, I'd probably pick Back for Blood because mm. I feel like that would be one I keep going back to, even from time to time. There would be times I feel like I like I could go back to playing uh, Left for Dead Two, and that's what I feel like I would get that same vibe from Back for Blood. Mm-hmm. I can, yeah, I can, I can see that. Uh, okay. Let's do... Uh, I, I, I want to do this one. Let's see what our takes on this one. I don't know. I think maybe Gage will have more on this one, but who knows. Best fighting game. Oh, uh, shit. So the let's nominees go. for best fighting game is... <clears throat> it starts with Demon Slayer, the Hinokami Hin Chronicles, Guilty Gear Strive... Melty Blood type Lumi, Lumina, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, and Virtua Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. Ooh, um, I don't really have a pick for this because the only one I know is Nickelodeon All Stars. Mm-hmm. So, so let's break it down. Let's start with I believe what came out first was Virtua Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. Yeah. So this came out as a like a free promotion on PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. And when it came out, people were already skeptical, but 
still excited. Like, oh, new Virtual Fighter. But it did not have the glorious rollback netcode, which was coming out real soon for Guilty Gear Strive. Oh, yeah. What it did come out with was some weird Frankenstein put together uh, ping between different servers across the world to match up with people and was really weird. Yeah, that was then, a, that was really weird. Like sometimes you connect with something that's like, oh, like someone from far away, and then like your that that like connections all whack as shit. Yeah, like if you're a player in California in SoCal, trying to play someone in Europe, you're pinging uh an African server. It's real strange. And oh. after like the first week, uh, it launched. I did not touch it again. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like, I I played it because like, oh, this is, seems cool. I want to I want to play it out there. I want to try mm-hmm. Virtual Fighter, but I was like, mm, not fully for me. But I could yeah. see the I could kind of see the appeal. Most three D fighters aren't really my thing, but it, and mm-hmm. Virtual Fighter Five is mm-hmm. uh definitely something for some people and just not for me. Yeah, I think for me personally, the most my favorite uh three D fighter is uh, Soul Calibur. I mm-hmm. love the way you play uh, the mechanics with Soul Calibur. I pl- I would play it a I would play it a lot with my cousins back in Florida, and I I don't know they're just so fun to play Soul Calibur. Um, mm-hmm. I've never I've heard of the Demon Slayer like once, and I've never heard of it again. Demon Slayer, one of the hottest uh, anime slash manga out in Japan right now. Uh, just looking at like frames and gifs and trailers, it looks amazing. But for more traditional fighter fighting game players, uh, this is one of those what we call arena fighters, where you mm. run around in a 3D environment. This is oh. similar to this is similar to other games, say like Jump Force or a bunch of these Ninja Naruto, Storm. Naruto, One Piece, some Dragon Ball games. It's kind of mm. like the oh. kind of like Xenoverse or something or Tenkaichi. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, and the problem with this is that they all use the same formula for each game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're not highly looked up, looked on, except from the people that play them. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it'll take it. It does look very nice though, mm-hmm. as Demon Slayer would. Oh yeah. But have you ne- have you heard of Melty Blood? I so, have never heard of Melty Blood. Melty Blood. Uh, going back to. God, I want it's either the early 2000s or like the late 90s. It is Melty Blood was originally a what we call a, a doujin fighter, which is like a indie made a uh, fan game based on a visual novel game similar to say Danganronpa, Ace Attorney, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It is a based on a visual novel game called Tsukihime, which uh I believe would be translated into Princess of the Moon or something like that hmm. and uh melty blood and it's at the time latest release which was melty blood current actress code again if <laughs> what kind of title is that <laughs> it's a it's a melty blood title that's what it was ah. <laughs> and it was always uh seen as a lower brow fighting game but had a very dedicated uh community behind it mm. uh basically it there was a meme going around is that melty blood 
whenever there was a fighting game tournament and Melty Blow was there, all the real games would take place on the stage and Melty Blood would have its grand finals in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, if you wanted to play Melty Blood Grand and that's where the meme that's where the meme uh, bathroom floor grand finals comes from. That's some, some dudes with their laptop uh, standing on top of the trash can and huddled around with their fight sticks. Oh my god! <laughs> Why? Just to shit on random anime fighting game players. Whatever. But, so, uh, fast forward. The people that made Tsukihime... Uh, went on to create the great, the most popular thing in the world, which is uh, Fate, like Fate Stay Night, Fate Stay whatever. Uh, okay. The the most popular thing in the world. <laughs> so Fates. they made bil- billions and gazillions of money with Fate, and they were actually able to make a Sukihime remake, which hasn't been translated, but it's on Switch, and they even put out a new fighting game, which is Melty Blood Type Lumina. And that's where we are today. And having just only lived in memes, never touching Melty Blood before, I was like, uh-huh, uh, bathroom grand finals. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll still buy it. I want to support all fighting games. I hmm. It's actually become one of my favorite that I still play since launch. Oh, wow. I absolutely loved it. I, I was thinking... So they actually put out Melty Blood... The one I was talking about, Actress Code again. Mm-hmm. They put out a Steam version. That's not the the version that the community plays. They play on a free version that has like good rollback and stuff. The the one that they put out on Steam isn't the one that play, but they buy it anyway to support the devs. Yeah. That that only had a max of two thousand people who bought it, and only like thirty seven people play it on Steam. Damn. But this the free version, which is what everyone plays, has the good online. Uh, I have no idea for the population of that, but I'm assuming it's way better than that. Well, I can imagine, especially if it's rollback netcode, then yeah, absolutely, but, people would jump on that. But then we come to Type Lumina. Uh, so the last Melty Blood did 2,000. This one did 13,000. Whoa, okay. So a huge... Impressive. Like, for Melty Blood, th- this is a success. This is a major success. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I- after playing it, I love it i love it so much uh i even like it even got me to start reading the original release of Tsukihime, which i found a translated script of it i was like oh wow (laughs) so it's like fast it's real easy to pick up they added like an auto combo system not a lot of people were fans of that but Mm. it it does have a decent amount of depth to it (laughs) so melty blood getting nominated here finally coming back to the game awards I'm really happy that it got this nomination. It is not going to win. The clear winner here is Guilty Gear Strive. The pride and joy of of the FGC. Yeah. (laughs) One of the best looking games to come out. Oh, yeah. Uh, Especially from Arc System Works. Arc System Works holding down some of the best looking fighting games Mm. out here. Starting with uh, Exerd and then Mm. Dragon Ball Fighters. And then here we are, Guilty Gear Strive. I I will say... I did pick up. I recently did pick up Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. I got it on sale from for Black Friday. It was twenty bucks. I started. I tried it out. 
It took me a while to get used to. I, I was able to change the bu- bu- button mapping. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. The game is pretty fucking fun, though. It's really fun. Like, I don't know what it is. It's I, I really hope that they continue to grow the roster of this game. Because mm-hmm. mechanically, this game is really fun to, to play with. It's, it's, it's obviously, like, highly inspired by Smash Brothers. Yes. And... But this 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 game like it's kind it's basically the Smash Brothers kind of mechanics, but they their strong attacks on a dedicated button now, and then the recent update they added the stick to be part of that uh, strong but uh, strong attacks. But I don't know what it is like. I just can I can pick I've been picking it up from time to time, and I just I'll just play over there. And right now, like I'm playing as uh, oh someone dropped a can party fell. <laughs> yeah. It was already empty, so it's okay. I do that all the time. <laughs> it and... also sucks. It also sucks for Nickelodeon to have uh, the Warner Brothers game come in and cut its legs out from under them with having the voice acting and being oh, free play. Yeah, yeah it's that, really it's, I'm, it's, a, it's a shame of that because it's like that. It's because like so far we don't know how like how mechanically we don't know how well multiverses is gonna play yet and i'm re- i'm really hoping it's another good smash is another good smash clone because nickelodeon all-star brawl it's a really good it's a really good like take on it's uh, on the smash formula like on the mm-hmm. on a platforming fighting game like it does a really good job on it like my favorite like i love playing as nigel thornberry danny phantom invader sim in the game like they're super fun to play as like for me and leonardo as well Mm-hmm. And there's so much fun to play with. Like the wave dashing they added, they implemented in the game, really, it's really effective. It doesn't have like that, that continuous spamming uh, of the A button to make like a different combo with it. But like it does rely on like a lot of air attacks to like do really fun combos. And like everyone has that kind of floaty feel. Mm-hmm. But it it makes the game really fun and very fast, depending on how you play it. Especially if you get better, well skilled with it. Like you could you could play this game like super fast, and it's 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 really fun. Like I'm really happy that I picked it up and I've been playing it a lot. Cause like oh man, playing as Nigel Thornberry is really fun. He literally Nigel Thornberry literally has Jigglypuff's down special. <laughs> he has a sleep move. I, I like it. <laughs> yeah, he does the finger snap, and if you and you do it too close to the opponent, they KO. You could do like you could do like a com- like an air combo like up in the air, and then when you snap your fingers, she just launches up in the sky. Or uh, going on on that point, I think this is a good thing for the fighting game industry too, as far as Smash clones are concerned. Because ever since Smash Brothers Brawl came out, uh, ended, uh, we're starting to see these these clones, these Smash like brothers, and and we're gonna start to see more of them. But one of the things that I've always wondered is how far would they go? Like, are we gonna see a Cartoon Network Smash thing? Um, you know, there's there's so much more of these that these companies can do, and this is a good way for other companies to get their foot into the door. Oh yeah, because because uh, I guess you could technically call multiverses like their Cartoon Network thing, because it's adding a lot of their Wonder Brother characters, and they are adding Cartoon Network characters because they have like Steven Universe, they have Shaggy, Tom and Jerry, um, Finn oh, and Jake. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. And so, and at the moment, we still don't know like the full roster of them. But, like, they really are trying their best to, like, compete with the Nickelodeon one where they're making it free-to-play. They're adding a lot of other characters that people wanted, but they're also adding, um, excuse me, 
some they're adding um voice acting to it. They got fucking Kevin Conroy back. They got the original. They have the actual actress who voiced Arya Stark, who played Arya Stark in Game of Thrones. And for a second, I thought they just had someone who sounded like for for a while when I when I was watching the trailer, I'm like, oh, this girl does a really good Arya Stark impression. And then it turns out it's the actual actress, and I was like, what the fuck? So like they yeah, they so like Warner Brothers is really pulling their punches with this. And I'm I'm really hoping Nickelodeon continues to do well because it's it's really fun, it's a really fun game. Obviously, it's not gonna win. It's gonna go to Guilty Gear Strive. Yeah. So obviously, because that game is I I haven't had the chance to buy it because it wasn't on sale. But just looking at the game and I've like I've tested it out a bit like here and there. Oh man, it looks it looks really fun. Yeah, it is pretty great. Also, the music is just fucking great in that game. Yeah, every every song's just a banger. It's a fucking banger, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think Guilty Gear is gonna take this game. But I wouldn't be mad if Melty Blood or Nickelodeon Oscar took it. That would be nice. It's not expected, but I'm happy for the nomination of Melty Blood. Yeah. But alrighty, let's see. Uh, what's the, what's the next category we can we can talk about? Ah, here's one. I think we all can have a say on 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 this one best action slash adventure game okay so the nominees we Uh, have here we have marvel's guardians of the galaxy metroid dread ratchet and clank rift apart resident evil village and psychonauts 2 now that one this is a very very tight lineup yeah 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 there's no clear-cut winner which i like which i like most about this year oh yeah I I've I will say I played most of these. I will get to Village soon. I do want to play it before the game awards happen. Resident Evil Village. Mm-hmm. So hopefully by the t- before the awards start, I'd be able to have full say on what uh, Resident Evil Village is. Psychonauts two. I still need to finish the first one. So before I get to the second one, yeah, but, I, I've put playing two on hold for a bit, but mm-hmm. I need to go back and finish it. But if I were to if I were to choose who I think will win best action adventure. Uh, that's I don't know who who I think would win. That's a tough one. Now, if you're asking me who I want to win, um, I want Metroid Dread to win because I finally finished Metroid Dread. I'll, I'll I will say um, it's I guess you could consider a spoiler alert, but Metroid Dread is my game of the year. I I I, I finished it from beginning to end, and whew, that's that's a that's a good game. That's such a good game. But then again. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is really great. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy was fun. Mm-hmm. Damn. But like this lineup's like, yeah, this is kind of... <laughs> I'm trying to like, ooh. I- I'm trying to narrow it down with the adventure part, which game really takes you on a journey. And it's mm-hmm. for me, really hard. For me, if we're gonna, Go I think it's going to be... For me, it's between Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and Ratchet and Clank. If I we're might taking, have to give it to Ratchet and Clank. If we're taking from what Will uh, Gage said about um, focusing on the adventure aspect, I yeah, I could I could see that because I think for me I'm kind of in between uh, Metroid Dread and Ratchet and Clank, but depending on like which one gave me like the best adventure I had, and I I really enjoy like the the rifting mechanic and how everything like plays out in Ratchet and Clank. Like I really I really enjoy Guardians, but like I think Ratchet and Metroid were like stronger choices. Uh-huh. But I, you for know, my my personal my personal pick, I'd give it to Metroid Dread, 
but I'm, it's really tough to think who I think would take it. Yeah, because if I was just going on action, I'd probably either give it to Guardians or Ratchet and Clank. But if I was yeah. going on adventure, I'd either give it to Dread or Village. You, yeah. Because I was, ex- it's it's really weird for me because I haven't really gotten to touch Metroid Dread or Ratchet. Mm-hmm. And, but I was like really blown away by how good Guardians was. It is not a technical masterpiece by any oh, yeah. multiple times. I've had to load checkpoints because an enemy didn't die correctly. <laughs> or I fell out of the world during a slide part. Yeah. But I really, really enjoyed the game. I wish yeah. I had waited a little bit so I didn't have to spend $60 for it and it went on mm-hmm. sale multiple times. Yeah. Up till now. But wow, that that was such a really good game. Yeah. Like I if there was if there if there was a category like where people could vote where it's like best, like most surprising game. I would give it a Guardians. I was surprised mm-hmm. of how really good it was. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting anything from Guardians because of, you know, because of Square Enix Avengers. Yeah. And how exactly. that, how much of a shit show that was. And so I wasn't expecting anything from Guardians. But then when I kept hearing people say like, oh, you tried it. It's really good. It's surprising. And I'm like, I don't know. And then I start playing it. And like, I play it like all the way through. And like, there was points where I stayed until like almost three or four in the morning because yeah. I wanted to finish it. And then Robin came over, and then he played it. <laughs> yeah, that was the same for me. I I would play this game for hours, and I loved every second of it. What about you, Robin? I think, like, even though it's between Ratchet and Clank and Guardians, I think mine would probably pick is Guardians. Because mm-hmm. I just had such... Like, I never had a game that really, like, had me enthralled with the story or just the adventure i was going on much like this game in a good long while mm-hmm. so yeah. it it was just it was just really fun to play i think yeah that one's my pick for adventure game if anything it, i think it, it is it's my game of the year because i really loved it mm. and it was just great, great for me so yeah. what about you I know it's, mr I know it's not nominated by you. Yeah. That? what about you julian who do you think's gonna who do you think or who do you want oh. for best action adventure what I want, what I want to win from this category is Ratchet and Clank. Unfortunately, I have not had the luxury of playing any of these games except for Resident Evil Village. Now, I am a huge Resident Evil fan, and I've always been a huge Resident Evil fan. And I played Resident Evil Village three times already. I flipped the game and I played the Mercenaries. But my thing about that is that yes, there's action. Yes, there's adventure. The only problem that I see with it is that it's all so condensed. You can finish the game in less in under two hours. In fact, that's one of the an achievement in the game. Okay. But it, the reason why I say Ratchet and Clank is because if Ratchet and Clank is anything like their previous main titles, then I'm definitely gonna love playing Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I that's one of the first games I'm gonna be playing on the PS5 as well, and I'm very looking forward to it. Nice. It's just it's also just such a great launch title too. Oh yeah, yeah, because it was a like, great it was a great title to have for the PS5. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean like a a, a p a i just never because usually launch titles are not like always like top tier but ripped apart was like blue, blue like i feel like it was probably one of the one of the main reasons why a lot of people really wanted to get the to it was one of the main selling points of getting a ps5 that was my main reason to get a ps5 yeah <laughs> It is on yeah. mine as well. 
Because I, I loved playing the, the Ratchet and Clank, uh, the movie, the game, which was way better than the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and when I heard they were making a new one, but it's only for the PS5, I'm like, no, why is it only a PS5? And then thankfully I was lucky enough to get one. And that was the first game I bought, even though it, it came with other games. But I was like, no, I want to play Ratchet and Clank first. But nice. On the PS2, I've played all the way up to Dread- Dreadlock, I think, which was like its own standalone title. And Ratchet and Clank has been one of my favorite games on the PlayStation to play. So I was also very excited when I heard that they were making this new mainline title. I was also very excited to hear that they were going to uh, explore uh, Ratchet's past and why there was no Wombats or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. I- I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, best score and music nominees. Ooh, best score. So we So for best score and music, we have... Cyberpunk 2077, Deathloop, Near Replicant version 1.22474487139, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and The Artful Escape. Well then. Uh, uh, one of these games I've never heard of. I've never heard of The Artful Escape. Yeah. And it's been nominated quite often a lot in these categories. What about all those weird art experiments that have been getting promoted, which are like video games, music videos, like there's this one like, I thought it was like a creepy like control trailer, but it was like a thing for Weezer. Was it Weezer? I thought it was a Radiohead. Radiohead. That's what it was. It was Radiohead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weezer was uh, Windjammers 2. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh uh bull- uh bullshit where's guilty gear strive yeah that's the one where i'm like where's the soundtrack for that what the fuck yeah uh marty Gar- guardians of the galaxy is cheating so that's all licensed music although the the well, original has, stuff they have in there about it's yeah well it's talking about not just the original music it's also talking about the score that's in the game which it sounds pretty good too Mm-hmm. Licensed soundtrack is also a part of this category. That's what it says. Original song and or uh, licensed soundtrack. That's bullshit. <laughs> hey, what if the what if the what if the orchestra people played uh they instead of playing like one of their main themes from the Guardians of the Galaxy game, they just like start doing an orchestrated version of uh never gonna give you up. They Bro. rickroll they rickroll the entire they rickroll the entire game awards just playing that song. Oh my god. Nier is gonna win again and they're not gonna play the music again. <laughs> Automata won this award when it came out. And they didn't play near music. <laughs> yeah. um, maybe um, this maybe this year, who knows? Maybe this year Jeff Jeff Keeley is like, hey bro, play um, music. Obviously, my pick is near because it's fucking great. But Guardians is also really strong because it's yeah. cheating and using licensed music. Has anyone the- has anyone heard Cyberpunk or Deathloop's soundtrack? I have heard a little bit of Cyberpunk's music. Mm. Uh, a little, yeah. They were as the game was starting was starting to come out. You know, back when all the hype was real back then, uh, they started releasing little snippets uh, from part of their albums. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was actually pretty good, but the only problem was that it was, it was very electronic, so I'm not going to see a lot of people liking this sort of genre, at least that much, mm. but I would say that, that 
the soundtrack for this game is pretty expensive. Hmm, interesting. But de- has anyone heard Deathloop soundtrack? Uh, I- I'm assuming it's kind of like uh, no. The only I time see. I've heard of Deathloop soundtrack is when they forced it in our throats in every conference it was shown in. Yeah, I'm assuming it has like a Quentin Tarantino style soundtrack or feel to it. Damn, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I know for me, it's between Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy or near replicant version one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine. Yes. <laughs> uh, my pick is uh, my pick is probably going to be uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because that's the only one that I've really heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to give it to Cyberpunk and Near Replicant as well. Mm. I'd give it to either Near or Guardians because I he- I've heard Near's uh, soundtrack and that's really fucking good. And then Guardian soundtrack is really great too, especially when they incorporated with the game. That was really great. Yeah. I I did like some of the original songs that they had for there, especially from their oh the Star Lord album. Yeah, the Star Lord album. I thought that was really fun. But it, is that really fair? I mean, that's just basically taking someone else's playlist. Mm, well, this is like the original song they well, made it, for the game. Yeah, there's like an, a they, fake they, band oh, called. Okay, so we're not, okay. Well, yeah, yeah they, they have. There's a fake band, and then uh, that they did original music with, and then there's also an orchestra that they did like score as well. Yeah. So yeah. there's like three layers to this. Game. It's like a. It's like an onion. It's an onion. But of course, you can't have the music without the art. So the next category we're going to is. Best art Final direction. <laughs> the best art direction. We're starting off with Deathloop, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and The Fa- Artful Escape. Uh, Didn't have to think for this one. There's a clear outstanding winner, uh, and it's Psychonauts 2. Yep. Because <laughs> I'm like, if when I think of like art direction, it's like how... Like, not realistic, but, like, how creative they can go with the art. And, I mean, Psychonauts 2 just, that's gonna be, that's gonna win it. Mm-hmm. Just unbound creativity. A game where the majority of the levels take place inside a person's mind. And all the things you can do with that. Yeah. That's uh, my, my pick is, is gonna be Ratchet and Clank, but I, I think Psychonauts 2 is gonna win. But... Mm-hmm. That one's my pick is uh, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I, yeah. It's for me. It's I have, I'm a little bit torn because I've seen a little bit of screenshots from Canada Bridge of Spirits, and I, I really like that. It's, it's simple. There's a lot of bright colors, but Psychonauts Two is carrying something on from its first predecessor, and I really like that Star Two. So maybe I'm a bit biased. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kenya. Uh, I've always wanted to pick up Kenya because I've heard it's a really good like like zelda like star fox adventures kind of clone like it's a really good yeah. uh take on that and so that's what i want i want to try it out once it gets uh when it's re- when it's released physically so but i'm like yeah but i think when it comes to art direction i think for me like psychonauts 2 really takes it i would give it a ratchet and clank too like i really enjoy that as well but i think i'd give it to uh i think i'd give it personally to psychonauts but of course you know without the music and the art you need voices for the games so, our next category are best performances. Going back to best fighting game. <laughs> best performances goes for the first one goes off with er- Erica Mori, who plays Alex Chen in the Life is Strange True Colors game. Okay. I 
hay Giancarlo Esposito, who plays Anton Castillo from Far Cry 6. Jason Kelly, who voices Volt, uh, Colt Vaughn in Deathloop. Maggie Robinson, who plays uh, Lady Demistru from Resident Evil. And then Ozioma Akaga, I'm so sorry if I butchered that name, who plays Juliana Blake in Deathloop. Now, there's two people that could possibly win it, but I think there's a clear winner for this. But I'll let you guys decide. Or you, you let me guys know who do you think. Uh, yes, it is Erica Mori who played Alex Chen from <laughs> Life is Strange. <laughs> She's the obviously the winner. No one else. My pick is is uh, Maggie Robinson for Lady Domescu. And that's not me <laughs> sipping. That's not me sipping. That's like, you know, I think I thought she was really good, mm-hmm. honestly. Well, I'm well for me. I'm picking Maggie Robinson because I am simping really hard. Yeah, um, as a certified simp, uh, I'm going for Maggie <laughs> Robinson. Yeah, you know, Robin, you could have just admitted you were simping like me and Gage, but you know, we get it. We get it. You know, you're you're the you're the straight man here. <laughs> you know, we just you know, it's kind of obvious. I mean, it could have gone to uh, Gian, uh, Giancarlo, but. He's not in the game that much, from what I've heard. Even I've also heard Far Cry Six is not that great. And um, but you know Maggie Robinson, she became popular, memed, and very discussed because she, uh, the character Lady Demistru, is a, uh, a a wonderful, very wonderful character. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I won't go into details why, but uh, audience at home definitely know. Play Resident Evil Village to find yeah. out. Yeah. What about you, Julie? Go to your local library and learn about Lady (laughs) Demistu. Well, since I love Resident Evil, I I will uh, choose Maggie uh, Robertson. Congratulations, congratulations, Maggie Robertson. Yes, congratulations. You you win this, and I will be (laughs) I will be shocked if anyone else wins best performance. I mean, I wouldn't for for the guy from Far Cry Six, but yeah, yeah, uh, he's really good. Oh yeah, he's but a great this... he's a great actor, but you know, Lady Lady Demistru, you know, mm-hmm. this it's, is a bad yeah, thing. So, what love about Lady Demistru. What was that, Julian? I said, well, what's not the love about Lady Demistru? She has a really big hat. Yeah, she's huge got a hat. a huge hat. Love the hat. Love the big hat. What about you, Robin? What do you like about her? But Thank you, Robin. Marvel, they, they, need <laughs> to read, they need to read a script. Oh, yeah. Good, good transition, <laughs> Robin. <laughs> but, of, yes, as Robin said, you know, what's what's good with... what? It's like, why do you have actors? I'm like, you need you need something for them to read. And that's where we go to our next category, best narrative. So we have Deathloop, It Takes Two, Life is Strange, True Colors, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts 2. 
I think this one's gonna go to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. For me, for me personally, I would give it to Guardians of the Galaxy, and I think it go would give it. To, I think it will take it. Um, Deathloop. I don't really care for it. It takes two. It's an all right story. Psychonauts two. I do not know the story, but it could potentially be a good story. Life is strange. Fuck life is strange. I don't like those games. I hate those games. <laughs> I just think they're just. I just think they're plain dumb. <laughs> well, if it's if it's a best narrative game, wouldn't you go with Life is Strange? Because it's a narrative game. No. no Shut no. up. Because <laughs> I think out of all these that I've seen, besides Life is Strange, because fuck you. Um, I think Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy not only was it was a great surprise of a game, but also its narrative was really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Unlike Marvel's Avengers, where it was just some, it was not even good cheese. It was some shitty cheese that someone shat on, and just was cringe and shit. Very mm-hmm. very graphic. Very yeah, very very just shitty. Um, Guardians' story felt like it was a it was a mix of what we know from the MCU, but taking its own direction with it in a really good way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I originally would have given it to It Takes Two, but after playing through Guardians, I was like, yeah, I would give it to Guardians. Yeah. What about you, Robin? I already said mine. I said Guardians. Okay. What about <laughs> What about you, Robin? Fucker, I, I swear... <laughs> What about you, Julian? <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna go with Life is Strange. Oh my god! I, those, those are the only kind of games that I've never played, and I, I've never played them because they're only one specific kind of game. And... Uh, but of course, with you can't have the narrative and the performance and everything without the game direction. I know that was a shitty transition, but. We are going to the nominations of Best Game Direction. And our nominees for Best Game Direction are... Dun, 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 dun. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, there we go. Deathloop. It Takes Two. Returnal. Psychonauts 2. And Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Well, then. An award for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Mm. I feel... Thank you, I was about to ask. Yeah, direction is a very vague thing, but... Mm -hmm. I feel, personally, Tim Schafer should never win (laughs) the award for best game direction, as he is notorious for not getting a game out when it's supposed to. Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot about Returnal. Uh, yeah, Returnal's great. Did I? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've been hearing good things about it, too. Not not, not as big as for, like, Ratchet and Clank and Psychonauts 2, but, but no, I've been hearing good, good things about Returnal. Um, obviously I wouldn't give it to Deathloop where it takes two, because I haven't played them, but at the same time, I don't really am not interested in those games. Returnal, I've heard a lot of what they do with the story and what they do with the game. So I'm like, okay. But with uh, Psychonauts 2, I haven't heard much about it because I don't want to get spoiled with it until I beat uh, Psychonauts 1. 
So I think my kind of obvious winner, I would give it to Ratchet and Clank. But I kind of wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to Psychonauts 2. Or Returnal. Like, it could be possibly. But I think for me personally, I would give it to, uh, I would give it to Ratchet and Clank. What about you, Julian? I would give it to Returnal. Returnal? Um, only because, like, it's a, it's a story, but it's a light shooter with a story. The more you play the light shooter, the more story you get. And it just sucks, because it was one of the very first games, and it just got buried by every other game that came with it. So now, Returnal will be the less known PS5 game. Oh, yeah. Like, it's... That, that's kind of the shame, because, like, I'll, I've been hearing, like, from people that I watch, like, YouTubers that were talking about, like, yeah, this game's really good, but it was, like, on, like, shoot under the rug because of, like, because of, like, all these other big exclusives that were coming out for the PlayStation 5. Yeah. And so it never really, like, came to fruition and stuff. But it has, like, a small community that's, like, building up to it. It was definitely a rough sell for, like, uh... Because I think it had just came out when I got my PS5, and I was like, uh, am I gonna grab this? People have been saying really good things about it, or do I grab a uh, Demon Souls remake or and uh, my Resident Evil Village pre-order stuff oh, yeah. like that? It's like, oh, should I? Would I get? It's like I don't know about Returnal Two. I've never heard of this game or this stuff, but I really want to get Ratchet and Clank or Psychonauts Two. And so it's like it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of a shame. But like once people started playing it, they're like, no, you should pick it up. It's really good. And so that's where it's all like, hmm. But I, I wouldn't be mad if Returnal yeah, I, takes it. I'd be pretty happy, honestly. Yeah, same. Was it also the first game to utilize the PS5's new features, like the adaptive triggers and whatnot? I think so, I, I want to say. I think so, yeah. Possibly. Could, yeah, possibly it could have. I might be wrong, but I know when it launched, there was an issue with it where, like, it, like you, you couldn't, like, close it and, you like, your save data could, like, be messed up and stuff. But yeah, I know I they do. recently. I, I do remember that they fixed it up later on. I, I think my pick is going to be Ratchet and Clank, um, mm-hmm. for best game direction. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's 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 my pick. And now, we're on to the very final thing. We're in the last one. I'm Jim, which... Jim Keeley, thirty years <laughs> from now. And... I sound like I sound like Trump. Why? <laughs> but of, but of course, we're in the we're in the last category, ladies and gentlemen, and that's obviously best mobile game. Yes, final. Yes, yes. <laughs> As you can tell, Robin is really excited for best mobile game. As you cannot tell, Robin only streams mobile games and only mobile games, specifically. PUBG, but only with bots. <laughs> that is what we call a callback, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but no, ladies and gentlemen, I'm I'm just joking. Our we're actually going to be talking about the uh, game of the year, and we got a, We got a, We got a hefty Aww. one. We're talking about a the the game of the year. I know I know Julian. Sorry, but yeah, we're not talking about mobile games. But most likely, Genshin Impact will win it, unless Fortnite comes and destroys everything and kills everyone but um yeah game of the year we have death loop it takes two metroid dread psychonauts 2 ratchet and clank rift apart and resident evil village 
really quick was there a was there a car alarm going on yeah i don't know i don't know if my i don't i don't know if my uh i don't know if the if the recording caught that but there was a train sound before and now there's like a car honking its alarm off um but if you hear that that's (laughs) yeah my farts just sound like uh cars honking now it's a it's a it's 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 a weird condition condition yeah i was just i'm in, i'm actually outside recording this i just have really good audio that you know covers the sound but you know it can't cover car sounds <laughs> but uh anyways so yeah that's that's the game of the year uh nominees let's uh let's go around the table uh we'll go with mr julian first who do you think will win it, but who do you want to win it? Okay, well, thank you, Mr. Argy, and I will take this first pledge. Okay, what I like about this year is that there's not a clear-cut winner. Last year, of course, y'all remember who took it. It was The Last of Us. The Last of Us 2. But, yeah, but I wanted, who I wanted to win was Ghost of Tsushima, and those were my top two picks for being game of the year. But this year, there's just, uh, there's a lot of good ones. You've got Metroid Dread, you've got Psychonauts, you've got Ratchet Clank, you've got Village. So, but... If I have to give it to a game, I'm honestly torn between Metroid Dread and Ratchet and, and Ratchet and Clank. Those those two seem like very good games to me. Mm. At least this year. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. There's next. What about you, Mister Gage? Uh, going through everything. Uh, fucking tired of hearing about Death Loop, but very <laughs> surprised that it ended up being a decent game. And it ain't my pick, but good for you, Arcane. Good luck for. Back for vampires, or whatever your <laughs> Left for Dead clone is going to be. Left for vampires. It takes two. Uh, definitely didn't like it as much as A Way Out, but still really decent game. Metroid Dread, haven't played it, but I really haven't heard anybody say almost anything bad about it. Psychonauts 2, solid game, but don't feel it's the best game of the year. Uh, Ratchet and Clank also haven't played it, but definitely a great showing of what the PS5 can do. And there have definitely been worse Ratchet and Clank games, I know that. But sure. I would like to get to play it at some point. And Resident Evil Village was one of my most anticipated uh, games of the year, and definitely one of the reasons I picked up a PS5. So, personally, because I haven't played Dread, I would give it to Village. But. Uh, I'm assuming Metroid Dread is going to take this when the awards come on award day. What about you, Robin? Uh, I'd probably say, like, I think Metroid Dread is going to be the one that wins it, but I want either Ratchet and Clank or Resident Evil Village to win. I see. I see. I see. I know for me personally, I think this was so, like, for most of it, this year's nominees, I played most of these games, and I think a lot of them. And even if I didn't play them, I think they're really, like, most of these are, like, kind of strong contenders for Game of the Year. Like, they're good picks for me personally. So, like, like Deathloop, I've never really played it, but I've heard decent things about it. It Takes Two's the same way, so I can't really say on that. Um, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart was a really, really fun game. Like, it was super, super fun. Um, Resident Evil Village, same way. I haven't played it, but from what I've seen, it really seems like it's very immersive, very, like... Like, it could be scary at times. Um, oh, psycho- so scary. <laughs> so scary, I pee my pants. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Psychonauts 2, 
Um, I haven't played it, but I really am excited to play on that. But I haven't at the same time. I haven't heard as much for Psychonauts two, so I don't think it would win it. And then for me personally, obviously, I really i i I have a, my guts telling me I have a feeling Metroid Dread might take this. Like it, it's a very strong possibility Metroid Dread could take this. My guts telling me, and my heart. For me personally, I would love, I would love if Metroid Dread Texas, a 2D, a 2D, uh, one of the, the, one of the queens of Metroidvanias, hence for the name, um, taking the Game of the Year award would be great. I would love that. But I would not be mad if Resident Evil Village or Ratchet and Clank took it. I honestly wouldn't be mad. Oh, I just remembered why uh, Ratchet and Clank takes it. And that is the term Lombussy. <laughs> uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> what, what, what is what is this show now? Like, what the... <laughs> We've said crazy. <laughs> yeah, recover from that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you try and recover or you just end the recording uh but uh um but yeah guys um those were our that's what were our thoughts on some of the nominees that happened here um before we time travel before we all get on our time traveling suits and time travel to the future after the game wars happened um you know other than the awards they show it there, um, the thing that appeals a lot to the people is uh, the game nom- uh, announcements. Oh, and yeah. Jeff Keighley's been teasing everyone, saying, like, holy shit, I just saw a trailer that's going to premiere at the Game Awards. OMG. And so I want to... Uh, wh- what are our thoughts? Who, who, what... Like, we don't have to name, like, a shit ton of games, but um, other than small indie games that they'll most likely be showing over there, what kind of big reveals will we might see at the Game Awards? I have one in mind, but I don't know if you guys want to go first. Um, I I have a feeling we're gonna we're going to. Uh... Oh shit! I had it in my head. And I just fucking lost it. I could say mine, before, so you can remember. Yeah, that'd probably be best. All right. So, this is my big brain big brain theory, and this is from coming from someone who's have not played these type of games. So there's a there's a thing that Jeff Keighley hinted saying there's a there's a game that's coming announced that they haven't announced in a long while or like in like two years. He's been working with this company and talking and interviewing them for a couple of years now. Obviously, that most likely could mean Hellblade 2 will finally be shown again since like the previous game board. So they showed it. And we'll huh? finally see- <laughs> Who's talking about? Oh. Okay. God, I was thinking of something else. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Hellblade 2. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we haven't seen that in a while. And so... Dude, I was thinking... For some reason, you said Hellblade. And for some reason, if you remember the PS3 launch title, Heavenly Sword. Oh, damn. That's what I thought of. (laughs) I thought, who was talking about Heavenly Sword 2? My bad. <laughs> You're good, but uh, but I, but yeah, but 
it most likely could be Hellblade 2, and that could be a that could be a pretty cool show. But my brain's thinking. My brain was thinking. Now, I remember in the past, Mr. Jeff Keeley interviewed a specific company in his past, and they also, I believe, I might be wrong. Someone could correct me. But he did announce a, a specific game from the specific company, and it premiered in the Game Awards or either his Summer Game Fest. And I'm thinking, this might be the time where it could finally happen. I think one of the big reveals that could potentially be the thing that Jeff Kelly says his jaw was dropped and he was super excited. Because I'm like, what is a game and what's a reveal that could be so surprising? It can't be a Smash reveal anymore because Smash is done. It's like it can't be Zelda because we see multiple of it, but unless it's like the title, but I feel like we could potentially see something from Nintendo, but that's not what I'm thinking. A game announcement that would make the world go crazy or a lot of people go crazy. God, this is just like waiting for the announcement for Half-Life 3. Just fucking say it. Half-Life Alex 2. I've never been in such anticipation. I, th- I think... I think the game they will talk about at the Game Awards that Jeff Keighley's like, holy shit, it's going to be Kirby Epic Yarn 2. <laughs> no, no, no. It's going to be... I, I, no, it's going to be... I think they'll show Half-Life 3. Either it's going to be Half-Life 3 or it's going to be... It's either going to be Half-Life 3 or it would be that rumored Half-Life Citadel, which is like a, a VR multiplayer game that they're also working on. Hmm. So I have a feeling if it is going to be Valve, it'll either be one of those two. Um, mm-hmm. But I think likely, I think most likely Half Life Citadel. Yeah. Valve. But if they want to rock the socks off of the people out there, and also your socks, Robin, it would pro- it, the game would have to be Half Life Three. Oh yeah, no, I like I'd be really fucking ecstatic if they announced Half Life Three. Uh, same, but there's no possible way yeah that's, yeah. Why, that's why i i have a feeling it's mo if val if valve is going to be that company it's most likely going to be half-life citadel yeah this is just my big brain theory take it with a huge grain of salt it's most likely going to be hellblade 2 that he's all like oh we've been working with this company for a while so it could be that that's what i'm thinking but obviously i kind of feel like nintendo will show something off it could be more bayonetta 3 but it also could be like, oh, here's the the title for I, Zelda. I remember, yeah, that, that was one of them that they would finally reveal the title for Zelda. Another one that I that I'm anticipating is uh, is to show a gameplay trailer or so something of that Harry Potter game. Mmm, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah. And, about that, yeah. Yeah, and another one that um. It'd be some shit if they show GTA Six, but I don't think they're going to. Um, no, they're too busy. They're too busy needing to fix the trilogy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, oh, the, another one would be the uh, Indiana Jones game by Machine Games. That's oh, that's by, right. Yeah, that's being published by Bethesda. That's another one I'm expecting to see. Um, I I kind of hope it's not going to happen, but I kind of hope they show they kind of like. A, a show a bit more of God of War Ragnarok or maybe like a yes. a, a release yeah. date because I would love a release date. I because that's that's uh, show me something God of War Ragnarok at the Game Awards and I'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, 
or maybe they might show um they might show more of that perfect dark game that they've been working on that they perfect announced dark. last time oh yeah perfect dark oh I yeah about perfect, perfect dark. dark yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. wow and i uh, from what i believe isn't isn't uh the people that are working on the perfect dark game like people who used to work from santa monica and uh, uh naughty dog that's what I've been hearing. That I mean, if been... that's true, then that'd be some that'd be fucking late. Oh yeah. Is it an internal project, Microsoft Studios? Yeah, it's by Microsoft Studios, but I don't know. But that's what I was hearing. Like, it's people who used to work from Santa Monica and uh, and Naughty Dog. Uh, I don't have any predictions except I think NetherRealm Studios will have something to show off. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Either Mortal Kombat 12 or Injustice 3, or maybe even if they actually did get the rights to do a Marvel game. Oh yeah, that's right. I kind of hope it's I kind of hope it's like a, a Marvel game where they do like Marvel DC. That would that would be super cool. But that's mm. not going to happen. Uh, it's not going to happen. But it'd be cool. I kind of I kind of hope it's not Mortal Kombat 12, but I know that 11 made them a lot of money that yeah. they okay. would go and make a 12, but I really hope it's not. I really hope. I'd rather have Injustice three or like that Marvel game. I, I would. Show. I wouldn't mind another Injustice, but if they did do Injustice or even this Marvel game, I really, really want to see something different. Yeah, it would have to. I, they would. I, they, yeah. I feel the Injustice games were a much more traditional type of fighter than what Mortal Kombat was. Mm-hmm. But uh. But the Injustice games fell into this weird trap of being a grounded fighter that had way too many projectiles mm-hmm. and not enough ways to deal with them. Yeah, I with, feel like with, it, I kind of hope they become more they get more creative with if they make another Injustice instead of keeping it that same kind of formula they did with MK12 and Injustice 2. Mm-hmm. Something different, kind of more like much more interesting mechanics, hopefully. I definitely want to see something different. Mm-hmm. Um i i think the for me it's like the only nintendo reveals i feel personally they could announce is just bayo 3 i would love for more bayo 3 stuff yes I, yes I more bayo 3 i love more bayo 3 but i would also really love for them to at least like here's the title of breath of the wild 2 because they're because that's another big brain thing because they're, they're, they've been saying like ever since they showed more breath of the wild 2 at e3 they did say they had more to show later this year and it's still this year, so that's why I'm like, there's a possibility, maybe you know, mm-hmm. maybe there's a chance, but I'm like, it, it's really up in the air because honestly, like, because I don't know what other like big big reveals that they could have that could make everyone go crazy. Uh, something for me, I always want to see whenever there's like a big gaming news thing, um, and of course I, a man who yearns for a simpler time, I would like to see some sort of teaser. For Titanfall three, I know that's never gonna happen. Mm. But that's okay. Oh man, damn! Have I uh, got have I got some news for you? Because I was just looking at I was looking at headlines, and Respawn put out a thing two days ago that the original Titanfall will be discontinued from sales. Oh no! F in the chat. Is that a PC F- one? Uh. I'm just assuming Titanfall one everywhere. Mm. Oh, isn't isn't um isn't Apex technically can, uh, like canon to the Titanfall series? Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, 
there's still hope. We can we can still hope, man. We can still hope. Uh, Titanfall. Yeah, but uh, something I would like to see more is more more stuff from Elden Ring. That's what I most anticipate. Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sure sounds like it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? Also, they might could possibly show the the DLC they announced that they said they're working on for Resident Evil Village. Oh yeah. Oh. I, I always oh, I always yeah, keep yeah, forgetting yeah. about that. There's yeah. DLC coming. Remember that that E three conference Capcom had that was nothing. Yeah. That's where that's where they announced the DLC. Right, <laughs> but the one where everyone got pissed. It was just it was just words. It was just text on a on a black screen. It was just like DLC coming for Resident Evil Village. They told Yo. us what was coming, and we still got fucking mad. <laughs> Yo, do you do you think they're gonna show uh they're gonna show Death Deathloop? Robin, definitive still... edition. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the next Skyrim yeah. game of the year edition. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what if they? What if? What if when they do the Rick Roll Orchestra the, uh, for the Game Awards, that's when they pr- prank us and none of the Game Award nominees win. They give it a Skyrim again. God damn it! <laughs> they give it to Fallout Three. <laughs> we give the Red Dead Redemption Two award. To Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> but yeah, um, any I'll be other. Waking up from a boring ass press conference. Ah, oh, I see you're finally awake. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're finally awake. <laughs> what conference was I in? Capcoms. What? Why? I don't know. They announced Evo for Street Fighter. <laughs> Oh no! Oh look, a dragon! Three fighters gonna be at Evo. <laughs> Holy shit! Stop the presses! But uh, if there's any other predictions we got, you guys have, we can set up our time machine uh, uh, stuff to travel to the future. Uh, let's just uh, go ahead and travel forward in time. Alrighty. We got to do it like the uh, um, like in Wayne's World where they go. Not, not now, idiot! We're no, don't do it. We gotta transition. Perfect. Okay, we have to all do it in unison. Okay, Robin. Okay. Alrighty. We're all ready. Yes. Alrighty. And. No, I, I, uh, yes, uh, welcome. Whoa, okay, yeah, uh, as to, to, for you, uh, for you audience, it feels like only a couple of seconds, but for us, it was, uh, a couple of days, uh, since the day of this recording, it's been, uh, I think a couple of weeks, the, the time machine kind of fucked with us and sent us to, too far into the future, almost close to Christmas. I forget uh, when the Game Awards was. I feel older. <laughs> I forget, like, the date. Yeah, we. I feel like we've all been feeling older. I think Julian feels a bit older. Uh, Most definitely. Oh, yeah. It was your birthday, right? Yeah, yeah I did. That's right. I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, this happened on the 9th? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We, we were in that time machine 
longer than we should have. I think it sent us too far into the future, but it's a one-time thing. And I guess also by the looks of it, Robin's not here. Uh, oh, no. oh, oh, I, I see where it took him. It took him to, to the to the insane streets of California. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, uh, hopefully, Robin at this point he's he's surviving the high tech traffic over there in L.A. or whatever part of California he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, the time machine didn't mess him up too much. Uh, but uh, who knows? Maybe we'll we'll see in the future. So, uh, we're as as you can tell, yes. We're here, and we are at the point where we have the we saw the game awards, and um, uh, there's some (laughs) interesting, there's some surprises, and there was oh my god, there is some (laughs) some whack stuff. Uh, we can uh, I feel like we'll start with some of the main kind of big awards that uh kind of surprised me, um, which I want to I want to start off with uh with best indie uh debut indie game. Which I personally was kind of surprised that they gave it to Kenya or Kenna. Uh, yeah, that was a bit of a surprise. Which that's on my list of games I want to play. The only reason I never bought it was I've been waiting for the physical version, which is released already. Like they released it already on physical. Uh, oh, really? This was like a third-person adventure game, if I'm correct, right? Yes, it was uh, more in line with uh, Breath of the Wild, kind of an adventure mm. exploring kind of game. Yeah, from what I've heard, they say that it's very similar to like Star Fox Adventures and like a Zelda game. Oh wow. Wow. Oh, it's, it's been a fucking while since I've gotten some Star Fox Adventures. But... <laughs> oh yeah, I also uh, noticed I guess the time machine fixed uh Julian's uh microphone. Indeed. Mm-hmm. I came out of a black hole. I mean, there was a dinosaur and everything and oh man, I swear I loot the entire universe maybe once or twice. But yeah. I... oh. oh. <laughs> but hey, I, was... I guess I guess the time machine fixed it up and now you sound much yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last one was just a side effect. Mm. Also, look at the nominees here for indie game. I didn't realize Devolver had three nominees in this category. Damn. Oh. I feel like they're, De- <laughs> they're a publisher, but uh, mm-hmm. they definitely try and get as many neat ideas out there as much as possible. That's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've they've released some really good games. Devolver. I'm really excited yeah. to try out Death Door. I haven't played it yet, but I really want to that try that. was a nominee. Out. Yeah. Always loved Inscription. People hate on 12 minutes for being shit, but I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's at least interesting. Yeah. That's what I've heard, but I've heard the ending's just really uh Yeah. Uh <laughs> that kind of ending. Man. Yeah, Willem, that Willem Dafoe can't win with video games. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, we're Oh, we're going to get to that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh, not, one thing, not surprising, but uh, uh, Dream won Best Content Creator because I don't know who any of the other nominees are. <laughs> what I'm surprised on is they gave It Takes Two Best Multiplayer. Uh, yeah, let me take a look at Best Multiplayer. Yeah, and it uh, it really brings back my, my point that there's no real winner this, uh, this time around. There's actually quite a bit of variety. And mm-hmm. well, I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but Holy moly, was that out of left field? Yeah. Uh, big ups to X2, because beating out things like Back for Blood and Monster Hunter, which were really, really big hits this year. Oh, yeah. Which that, that, I was just surprised, because it's more of a co-op game than... I guess it's multiplayer, because it is co-op, but... Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow. But it, 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 takes, it takes two 
beat all Nintendo games in the best family category. I know. I know. That <laughs> was a shocker. And I'm like, isn't the game about divorce? Yeah, I can't wait to play this family game where it's about uh, a daughter who's sad because her parents are getting divorced. <laughs> unlike, mm-hmm. un- unlike that evil mature game Mario Party that is about people who are gambling for money. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh... I didn't realize that until I saw like people tweeting about it, and it's like, wow, yeah, <laughs> this whole category is Nintendo games, mm. and who comes out with it? <laughs> uh, it takes two. Yeah, yeah. That's what took me out. Of, another one that was like surprising me. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, no surprise for best fighting game. You know, Guilty Gear Strive took it. Uh, yeah. yep. Congratulations, Guilty Gear. Yeah. Especially. After the Game Awards, uh, at CEO, huge fighting game tournament, we had new character announced, which is Biken. Oh, yeah. Who's making her return. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess big ups, as of today, the 22nd, uh, Melty Blood unver- unveiled their first character for their uh, DLC line. Ooh. So good for them. Hell yeah. It's definitely I- raised some eyebrows, but hey, <laughs> hopefully that gets more people playing melty blood again yeah well if you guys are interested in check it out guys hold on i gotta excuse me oh god i hit a bro oh, jesus what <laughs> good one also i'm happy to say metroid dread won best action adventure i was like yeah hell yeah that i was g- not disappointed with that yeah, one that was a great choice i was like oh hell yeah because i was like I, I can't tell you how much i really love metroid dread when i played it it mm-hmm. uh even from the past to now the future that we travel to, man, this this game is, is all super good. Super damn good. And then a, another surprise that came out of left field, best action game. They gave it to Returnal. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm 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 shocked, but I'm so happy. I haven't I've heard so much good about the game that mm-hmm. I'm like, I, it's the only one that I'm like, I don't think it's gonna win, but I would kind of be surprised, but also glad that it won, because I'm not all the rest of the category is all like eh, it's kind of iffy mm-hmm. so i was like wow really yeah, really happy for a returnal here especially being uh kind of an indie game kind of yeah. not a, it's kind of a kinda, mix i kind of want to say it's like a double a game which we don't yep. have a lot of anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I, yeah I it's think... really good to see this yeah, because it's like it's a game that's kind of new and it's not by like a, a famous developer like Naughty Dog or Insomniac, but it's a game that they really promoted it with the PS5 like heavily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like of, of a mix. It's like in that category you were saying, like a double A game. But hell yeah, good for them. They deserve it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was it was definitely one of those games where we thought it was going to be buried with what things to come with things like Demon Souls, Ratchet and Clank, but oh, yeah. it, but pulled it out. I'm glad it did. You know, it was it was a game that really emphasized uh, putting the headset, uh, the new headset, the PS5 headset to, to use. It utilized all the features of the controller as well, like the haptic triggers and whatnot, the feel sensed, and mm-hmm. I, it was it was great. I'm glad it did. Oh, it's yeah. a nice opener for the uh, for Sony and PS5. I want to give big ups. And huge big middle fingers up to Fortnite fans because Final Fantasy XIV oh, won yeah. best yeah. game. But, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, that's, that's cause, right. Because I was like, 
I it's like it could it's like I don't think I'll give it a Fortnite this time. I it's like Fortnite has it's like it's not as big as it was before. Sure, they just announced the rocks in Fortnite, but I'm like I don't think so. I'm like I've heard a lot more from Final Fantasy than anything, and then sure enough, they took the award, and I'm like yeah. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> fucking go. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then I go on Twitter, fucking everywhere. Hose mad. Hose mad. Hose mad. mad. That's hilarious. <laughs> Get fucked. Hell yeah. I, I guess. I guess this is a point in like a in Fortnite cycle where it needs a lot. It needs better innovation just to just to stay alive. Like if they're, it, it, it makes you wonder if, like if their popularity is dwindling. You know, maybe the company is suffering from from something because they even there. There's only so much you can put in Fortnite before you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, it's Fortnite. It's like you, at the, I guess for like are you at the... saying Martin Luther King Jr. isn't popular? What? because i don't know if you remember that they tried they did that for uh fortnite did like a thing for that i i well it vaguely remember i i remember hearing about it but i didn't like think of it it was too much of it. it was so weird and so uncanny that fortnite was doing that it, it's like not, this, there's nothing wrong with you know celebrating martha luther king day because hell yeah but but it's in in fortnite yeah, where yeah. everyone can do like default dances in front of a dead person and uh you know how the game is it's just it's just it's weird especially since uh, martin luther king was you know like a, a peaceful person you know promoting peaceful things and then you're putting in a game where you're encouraging to shoot someone in the face yeah yeah yeah, but Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty can do Gangnam <laughs> Style in the mirror pool in front of the Washington Monument <laughs> while I, the speech is going on. I, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I, I will say I am, I'm kind of like bummed, but kind of excited that apparently from what I've seen from videos, the web swinging in because they added web, uh, oh, yeah. web, uh, web mechanics in, uh, in Fortnite because they have Spider-Man in Fortnite now. They have yeah, those, they, uh, they have a weapon which is like you know webs, and if you collect those, apparently the the web mechanic, the swinging mechanic in that game, is better than Square Enix's Avengers Spider Man <laughs> DLC, like by far. Yeah, <laughs> to be fair, it would seem like anything would be better than Square Enix's Marvel's Avengers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I was because I, I saw it, I'm like, how is this better than Square Enix's shitty Spider Man DLC? And it's like, that's it's, terrible. And I'm kind of like, I'm like, it's like I saw that they the they have Spider Man in the in the battle pass, and they don't just they don't only just have Spider Man, but they have like the different they have different costumes for like some storyline that's in Fortnite. But they have the the symbiote costume, and mm-hmm. they have one of my favorite Spider Man costumes, which is the Future Foundation costume. And right. by God, I really like how they design Spider Man in it, and I'm so mad that it's in there. Because they have like they had previous Marvel characters in there, and I've been so tempted to get it. And this one's like, God dang it! Why do they have the Future Foundation there? And it looks so good. It looks better than what in uh, it looks better than um Square Enix's Future Foundation suit. Mm-hmm. Like a thousand times better than Square Enix and uh, uh Future Foundation suit. It looks ugly in in the Square Enix one. And the, but but back to the the category. It's not a surprise. Uh, Maggie Robertson 
won the mm. award for best performance uh, for voice acting in Resident Evil Village for uh, it's no surprise there. Very Don't there ever any doubt. Yeah, she was great. Definitely right. deserved it. Because yeah. I know Mr. Uh, Igna- uh, uh, why am I? I feel so bad not really Esposito. saying his name. Esposito. Esposito. Uh, his, Esposito. His 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 last name, Mr. Esposito. Mm. I'm like sure he's in it, but he wasn't heavily memed and promoted mm-hmm. like Lady Demisu. Yeah. Uh, Miss uh, Big Goth Lady. She wasn't promoted like that, and they didn't, and they, and Far Cry did not embrace that they had Gus from uh, from Breaking Bad in there. But Resident Evil Village, they they embraced it so much. I think what really stands out from it is uh, Far Cry really had this big name actor, and they did show him off a lot, especially his face on like a bunch of the promotional material. Oh yeah, but for Maggie, she's really kind of a breakout star. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what led her to winning this award. And also from that's what I've heard, from also what I've er- what I've heard, uh, Gus from Breaking Bad, he's not even in the entire Far Cry game. Like he's not, he doesn't even show up. At, like he's very little in it. Really? From like as much from so much from what they promoted from him, he's barely in it. Like at is all. It, is it like a Vaughn situation from three? I I want to say maybe, because I've never played the Far Cry games. I just know that people were like, he's barely in the game. So it's like, and he, and from what he does, it's like, it, it doesn't really show that much. Unlike from uh, Lady Demistru, she's like, she, there's a big chunk of the, of the level that's with her. So yeah, she's definitely not present in the entire game, but mm. I would she's say definitely she definitely role. has a great impact on the game. Yeah. They say that she has more, she's, she's more in the game than Gus uh, from Breaking Bad is. How was the... Uh... How did uh, Far Cry do, anyways? Like, what from, did, what were the reviews like? From what I've heard, people who liked uh, Far Cry Five say that they did not like Far Cry Six. Wow. Uh, I'm just browsing a Metacritic here for PC. We have a 75 critic and a 3.6 user. Ooh. Oh wow, user. Yeah. Oh but that's God. just from the PC. I don't know why I'm looking at Ubisoft games on PC. I really shouldn't <laughs> do that. He's like force of habit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like on PS5, we have a 74. Why is there a Stadia version? I'll never know. <laughs> I forgot Stadia is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to take this moment to apologize for reminding you. I am terribly sorry I did that. And the Series X version has an 80. Oh, wow. So it seems to have done okay, pretty good critically, and user scores, uh, you could always take those with a grain of salt, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're pretty low. Yeah, but at the end of the day, good for her. I think she did, she yeah. really deserved it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I called it. Near Replicant would win best score in music and yep. not have any music <laughs> wow. played. <laughs> <laughs> not even a transition song I, I don't even know if it was played during commercial breaks i don't know no they never they never played any song from near at all mm-hmm. they did it because I, I remember i i was seeing the awards and like it's gonna go to i'm like um, last minute i'm like yeah they're gonna give it a year and they, they said it and i was like <laughs> i was like yep. come on <laughs> yes. and then, pretty cool i gotta listen to this this song later then it's pretty good oh. it's really good Mm-hmm. And uh, 
best audio design. They gave it to Forza, so Forza's been yeah, go, getting a, a bunch of awards. Had a feeling well, like Forza would take that. Is there is there any other racing car game? I don't remember. Uh, Hot Wheels. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh yeah, wasn't there a Hot Wheels game somewhere on here? Yeah, it was a it was in the sports and racing nominations. Sports and racing. Right. Oh, okay. And it uh, Forza B. Oh, that's right. There was that open world uh, racing game too, where you're like BMXs, uh, wingsuiting. Oh, uh, so I forgot about that uh, one. I forgot about that one. I can't remember yeah. what the name it is. The, the game that I was surprised that won for best art direction, and I'm kind of a bit bummed, was yeah. Deathloop won best art direction, which I was so confused because I'm like, from what uh, I've seen from Deathloop, I was like, why didn't they give it to Psychonauts? Yeah, or like I at all give it to like Ratchet and Clank or Kenna, but specifically Psychonauts Two. I yeah, like, I feel Psychonauts Two was robbed in this. Oh yeah. And I was like, what the hell? And I was like, no one cares for Deathloop. Only the few people do, man. And those people are usually fans of the Dishonored series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I agree that the statement, kill every motherfucker, is a strong statement. But (laughs) really, Phil, they should have gone to Psychonauts. They should have, like 100%. But we can't control what Jeff Keighley does. He's, Mm -hmm. uh, he's, he's, I guess, paying the bills or whatever. Freaking Deathloop. It would even go to win best game direction. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I was like, "What?" Yeah, I guess. I, I guess it had a good direction, even though people it's who not were, right here. Because even people who said that that are fans of the Dishonored series said that this was the weakest uh, game that the developers have made recently. Ooh, I wonder if they'll prove that wrong with Back for Vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Back for Vampires. That that game that I barely can remember what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> I don't even yeah, think they showed gameplay uh, for it. No, it was I, just a CG trailer. Damn. Also, I'm <laughs> super happy that Guardians of the Galaxy won best narrative. Mm-hmm. Highly deserved. A really good story. Oh, really happy with that. Such a good, such a good story in that game. That's why I'm like, hell yeah. And then yeah, the best take game direction should have gone to any of the nominees that were here. It takes two Returnal Psychonauts to a Ratchet and Clank. Could have given it to any of those guys, but they they, they just were like, no, we're going to give it to Deathloop because, you know, we haven't shoved it in your face enough, you know? Oh, for, for the last time, for the first time, Deathloop. Damn Deathloop. And then, out of the blue, when we found out who was winning the awards, I had a feeling this game had a, a higher chance than anything to win Game of the Year, which I was still shocked that won it. It takes two. Hey. And I was like... Fuck. Fuck the Oscars! <laughs> yeah, what's what's that all about? He, uh, I, I can't, uh, I can't really remember, but I know he was all like, he says it out loud during the game, where it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. the Oscars. Yeah. He's like, fuck the Oscars. Uh, Joseph Barnes, Joseph Barnes. Uh, <laughs> it, but the, it's uh, writer and director. I don't know. Has he made something else that wasn't movies, or was it just that he just says fuck the Oscars? I don't know. I guess I don't know. I guess a quick look. Well, this is what I was saying earlier. It's like there's no there. This this you know, every, anyone had the potential to win. Oh yeah, uh, this year because there was no clear cut winner, and it just shows how far we've come in gaming as well too. So much variety. Uh, a lot of triple A's they didn't even make it into certain categories. I think uh, Battlefield 2042 only showed up once. Mm-hmm. Well, then yeah, but I think Battlefield 2042 didn't didn't cut. I think I think it was in the deadline cut for being nominated or not. I can't remember. 
But I was like, wow. Because I was like, I, I wasn't expecting it takes two to like take it. I was kind of yeah. like thinking like maybe they're going to give it to Resident Evil or Deathloop or I was kind of personally hoping for, for Metroid. I was really hoping for Metroid. Mm-hmm. But it takes two really took it. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. And, and, and the guy who went up there, yeah, he was all like, yeah, fuck the Oscars. Fuck the Oscars. Uh, get some kids. <laughs> They'll change your fucking life. man. <laughs> He's always notorious during the Game Awards to like curse and say stuff. And I mean, that's pretty cool. I, I mean, like he that. wasn't he wasn't lying when he did say that the game awards are getting more views than the Oscars are having recently, which is really true. I think we've said it uh, in the past that at the moment, as the game awards viewership is getting higher and higher, the Oscars viewership is getting lower and lower. In fact, I have a little tidbit here from uh, Joseph Farr's uh, Wikipedia page on December 7th, 2017, he appeared at the game awards, 2017 gave a passionate speech while on stage with host Jeff Keighley, where he covered many topics, including EA's microtransaction microtransaction controversy with star Wars battlefront two and his game a way out. He also spent time to heavily criticize the Oscars due to his, due to their (laughs) dispassionate take on video games in what became known as his fuck the Oscar speech. <laughs> Amazing. He went and, down in history yeah. just like that. And then he, he brought it up again in this last... Yeah, when he won it. <laughs> yeah. This guy's great. Yeah, good for him, though. Yeah, he really seemed to be really happy to win this award. Oh, yeah. Because he popped off, man. He <laughs> popped off like fucking some football team. I don't watch football. Uh, like some team just fucking won just yeah yeah. gets up rips off the mask getting everyone sick and he just fucking pops off it was great oh yeah (laughs) but but of course as we said before the game announcements and oh boy here we go they, they, they had some pretty they had some pretty good announcements some all right announcements some surprising announcements so I could start with mine since I have like a whole breakdown of the show in notes. Yeah. Anytime something came up, I just took note of it. And basically my show starts and peaks with the very end of the pre-show. And with that, they the final announcement before we start the big show is <laughs> Persona 4 Arena Ultimax is coming to PC and oh, PS4. Yeah. It's coming to oh. PC, PC, PS4, and Nintendo Switch. Yeah, and Switch. Oh man, this game is fucking awesome. It is a, a 2D fighting game made by uh, Arc System Works. Ooh. And this was like their biggest game before Exerd would come out. And I thought this game was like magnum opus material. I thought it was like one of the best fighting games out there. And man, this like made my whole night. And th- this was the peak and it could only go down from there. <laughs> because... Today, reports come out. It's funny that we chose today to do this because with the news, <laughs> Persona 4 Ultimax will have delay-based netcode at launch. However, oh. the devs are considering adding rollback via patch post-launch. What the fuck? Ugh. Why wait? <laughs> Put it like when it comes out. Why? Oh, man. Hey, Atlas, if you're somehow watching this or anyone that works that's working on Persona 4 Ultimate right now, or, uh... Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Yeah, if you're... Those guys, 
Fucking ad rollback net coat. Rollback rollback net coat. For God fucking sake, man. Come on. Uh, there's many more people more articulate than me, say say Jam or Maximilian Dude, who can talk you all about the wonderful beauties of rollback net code. Yes. And I am here just to parrot that you could go find them for a more in-depth discussion. But oh. we are moving towards a point where we need better online for our fighting games and rollback net code is the way to go yes so why in the fuck don't we have why don't uh, rollback net i could load up ultimax here on my 360 <laughs> go online and have the exact experience we're gonna get in the year of our lord 2022 <laughs> that is no buenas no buenas. No, no gucci no gucci Come on, guys. Fucker. Damn. Fuckers. But th that was a that was a surprise to me, and I was excited for that. I'm not a big I'm not really into Persona because I've never played the games. I know my brother's a big Persona fan, so not surprised if he was excited when he saw that. Mm -hmm. Another game that kind of like took me by left field was they're making a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. That was during yeah. the pre-show. I was like, huh. I, yeah, I somehow didn't take note of that. Yeah, there's. It's the. Uh, I believe it is the former Friday the 13th devs yep. are going to oh, be really? working on this mm -hmm. uh, Texas Chainsaw it, game. It's the equivalent. It's a 4v1 kind of uh, game. Mm. That's interesting. Hmm. Hopefully hopefully, it turns out good. Yeah, I, I would like this one to actually get constant support unlike the woes that FF uh, I mean, I was going to say FF14 uh, <laughs> uh, damn it. Friday the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trouble that that game went through. Yeah. Also weird because Leatherface is also a thing in Dead by Daylight. And oh, yeah. that is a. Uh, I wonder what they're going to do with that. If that's just going to stick around or it's going to disappear like the Stranger Things property did. Oh, really? That, that, yeah. Fucking Steve and what's her name and the Demogorgon are just. No longer available. Oh, wow. They kept it around their gameplay perks and abilities and shit, but I don't know what they're going to do with that. That's whack. Mm -hmm. Really whack. So, yeah, when they're not, when the devs aren't busy making NFTs of Pinhead and not listening to the community, yeah. they're doing whatever the fuck. They're like, hey, guys, you like NFTs? Get these, even though they can be, you know, made in multiples but we're gonna make it exclusive because we're mm. stupid yep. and shit fuck nfts that's fuck all i oh <laughs> uh, what are your predictions came true and we saw more hellblade yeah i was like oh shit they actually are showing hellblade and oh my god that actually looks it looks real damn good yeah i was like oh my god that's kind of creepy at first i was like halfway into the presentation i was like oh man they're not showing any fucking gameplay what is this trailer shit and i was like wait a minute this is exactly what hellblade was it was mm. very much a adventure game mm -hmm. it was very much a experience than it was a say an action game yeah from what I, I've, I've never played hellblade but that's what i've been hearing a lot of it of what yeah. it is if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah also they finally they finally gave a fucking release date uh, for the Cuphead DLC that we've been hearing for years. Yay, Cuphead lives! And I'm yeah. just, Six Cup more months! Woo! 
June 30th, ladies and gentlemen, Cuphead in the <laughs> delicious last course. This and there's a third great. playable character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miss Chalice. And it's like, oh, what do you guys think of, of, of Among Us VR? <laughs> that's gonna be great like i'll play with friends among us vr that's a fucking great idea <laughs> when i saw that i was like what indie game are they talking about and then i I'm like, i couldn't think i couldn't figure it out because i didn't remember the art style and then when you turn around and then one of the among us characters i'm like oh my god they're making it vr yeah <laughs> i th- it looked like i thought it was going to be another rick and morty vr thing because that's what the art style reminds me of <laughs> yeah also, out of nowhere, uh, they're making a Gollum game. Lord of the Rings yeah, Gollum? Yeah, they, they, they've been talking about this a while. Let me see where I took note of it. Oh, yeah, I think I just wrote down uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the art style seems a little uh, weird. He's got, like, moe anime eyes. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, that doesn't look like... It looks like a very anime-ish Gollum instead of... Gollum, I know. <laughs> he has the clean faces mod. <laughs> <laughs> he went on Nexus mods and got the clean faces mod. Oh yeah, we also got a we got an announcement for a new Star Wars game. Um, I was like, oh, a new Star Wars game, and then we see the company that's making it. Um, yeah, they show off this big, nice, pretty CG trailer, and it's it's like, oh wow, okay, new uh, new Star Wars game, new Star, Star Wars, Wars game. Eclipse? fade into quantum dream it, it's freaking quantic dream and the guys behind detroit become human and heavy rain and heavy rain and detroit uh, and beyond two souls and in fact oh man. A, a content creator that i watched named uh woolly versus on youtube he was uh live streaming uh the announcements at the game awards and when you ever have a chance just uh watch that video <laughs> and that that's how quantic dream makes people feel if yeah. you ever get a chance to watch that that uh, is a picture perfect reference i do need to i'm gonna watch that after this <laughs> but um, uh, uh another game they announced um it's by uh the company that makes the middle earth shadow of war developers the uh, monolith mm-hmm. productions a new uh, wonder woman game yeah okay yeah, I wonder how that's gonna be, or what what time period is gonna take place, or it's gonna, or if it's gonna tie in with the movies. That's one of my biggest concerns about this game. Mm-hmm. I kind of oh, hope it's a, it's a, it's its own original thing. Yeah, I'm assuming it'll go with a, uh, I say a Spider-Man approach, or even like a, uh, a Guardians of the Galaxy approach. You basically take concepts from comics and then kind of integrate them into uh, your game. Yeah. And they they just had a trailer, and I was like, "Oh shit, nice!" Hopefully, it's a hopefully it's a good game because that's interesting to have like a Wonder Woman game. And it's by the Shadow of War guys. They've also done uh, Shadows of Mordor as well, which I really like. Shadows of Mordor, a pretty mm-hmm. fun one. I hope they do something with the Nemesis system, which they own and patented. Mm. Oh damn, I did not because that. that that's always a huge standout from the Mordor games. And then we have uh, one game that I was. Kind of, I was actually shocked that they announced this, and immediately when they show this, I'm like, I guarantee Robin is freaking the fuck out right now. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Which is Alan Wake 2. Yeah! Yeah, I was too. excited. Let's Cause, go. Because when, when the trailer starts, it's like uh, it's like this kind of like mysterious, kind of eerie-looking thing, and I'm like, wait, why does the guy sound familiar? 
Mm-hmm. And then at first, I kind of jokingly thought a John Wick game because he had like the beard and the hair looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, he had the flashlight. I'm like, is it Alan Wake? And then I'm like, John Wick, Alan Wake? And then Alan Wake 2. I'm like, oh shit. Fuck yeah, it's Alan Wake. And they actually say they're going to show more uh, of the game in the summer. So most likely during E3. They bring out Max Payne's actor to talk oh, about yeah. Alan Wake. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I'm expecting him to see him in the game now. They if, also, uh, in the meantime, it. if you wanted more Alan Wake, you could always check out Control, which mm. has DLC called uh, Awe, A W E. Oh. And that yeah, has I, to do with some Alan Wake stuff. Yeah, I, I heard. I did not know that. Now it makes me want to play it. Also, play Control. Control's fucking great. That's what I've been hearing. I'm like, I want to try that one out. Yeah, if you're familiar with, like, scps and stuff yeah. like that if you're familiar with that that's a whole game built around that Fucking should i should control. i would i should i play alan wake first and then play control or it doesn't matter which uh i don't think it shouldn't i don't think it should but i would say play all of it excuse, excuse me alan wake's great control's great just don't stream that because copyrighted music ah yeah and it it does have streamer modes but the music. it's like it's like with guardians of the galaxy if you put on that streamer mode instead of like an original score they just take music out yeah and it's like oh you you miss the experience yeah there's definitely an experience mm-hmm. to be had with licensed music but in the fucking world we live in yeah it's a fucking nightmare unfortunately yeah. and then i know later on the show they show gameplay for suicide squad kill the justice league by yeah Rockstar. this looked way better than it has any right to be oh yeah i was like okay i'm like i'm 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 down with it i i want hopefully they show a bit uh, show more of it because i do want to see more from this game because it has promise it has a lot of promise i do i really enjoyed what rockstar put out for their the arkham game so i kind of mm-hmm. i'm kind of hoping this game is also good the suicide squad game yeah i'm hoping for that but of course uh there's other stuff they showed here like um before we get to like some of those other few ones, I do want to get into the 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 big one in the room. The it, it's not a game trailer, but it's a a trailer for a game, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Two the movie. What a great looking trailer! Oh yeah, they didn't yeah. fuck it up. <laughs> it didn't, actually they, looks really really good. Uh, and honestly, I actually laughed uh, at that bit that Jim carried in. Yeah, <laughs> and towards the end where he's basically choking the camera. Yeah, and just screaming into the camera with his tire shack. Don't put it in the grinder. Don't put it, <laughs> put in, it the in the grinder, boy. Do you hear me, lady? Don't put it in the <laughs> grinder. And then it just immediately cuts. Ah, oh, but the, you still the, got it. And I, I remember the the last movie I saw before the pandemic ever happened was Sonic the Hedgehog. I remember it was, I believe I it was that. me, Gage, Robin, and I forgot, and a couple of our friends. We went. We drove to the theater uh, when we were like at a at a tri- at a trip, and we went into the movie theater to watch it. Mm-hmm. And and we're like, yeah, this it's really fun. Like it's a fun movie. It's like it's it's not like a, a, an artistic masterpiece, but it, it was fun. I had I really had a lot of fun. I'm with surprised it. that it wasn't a massive embarrassment, like it was shaping up to be. Yeah, <laughs> and Ooh, it seems boy. like and it seems like they have a lot of promise with the sequel. Yeah. I mean, they got the original voice actress for uh, 
uh, voice actor for Tails. Tails. She's coming back, which hell yeah. No way. That's, they hired a voice actor. Yeah. Not an actor. <laughs> I like that. And I was like, oh, wow. And it, it looks like a, it's like kind of a mix of Sonic Adventure and, you know, the, the 2D Sonic games where it's like they're traveling to these different like locations and stuff. I'm like, okay, I, I can dig with this. They're introducing the Chaos Emeralds. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh shit, are we, do, well, we might, is there a potential, we could potentially see, um, Supersonic, Super Saiyan Sonic? Yeah. Heck yeah. And then of and course, the, 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 the highlight of the trailer, the big highlight, the, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Knuckles, Mr. Mr. Knock Knock, it's Knuckles, voiced Knuckles. by, voiced by motherfucking Idris Elba. Yeah. And he looks great too. I know he looks awesome, and I'm they like, didn't fuck up the design. And 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 Idris Elba, I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, he makes him like super like, yeah. Instead of having like that kind of goofy voice that they've been giving Knuckles lately, they went back to that very like kind of like serious tone, bloody, or like very like, yeah. It's like, do I yeah, look they... like I need your powers? And then he just body slams <laughs> Sonic to the ground. He's like, boom. Yeah, they made him less airhead. Which is pretty good. Yeah, a, a far cry from uh, Travis Willingham's uh, Knuckles and Sonic Boom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <That's what laughs> where where they have to go find treasure and they're given a compass, and Knuckles then smashes the compass, and they ask him, "Knuckles, we needed that. Why'd you do that?" And then he says, "No one tells Knuckles which way is north." I <laughs> <laughs> like, love Sonic Boom, but this yeah. is something different. Yeah, the show, the Sonic show, the Sonic Boom show, because mm-hmm. the Sonic Boom game is a completely different thing. <laughs> uh, for other stuff, just naming stuff off here on my list, <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Oh yeah, uh, that game. I just wrote, feels good to have a PS5, like a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, they, they did show yeah. the, they showed more of Sonic, uh, that Sonic game, which they gave a title to it, Sonic Frontiers. Yeah, yeah, uh, Breath of the Hedgehog. That I have <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They had like the it's same so pose funny. in the in the beginning of the trailer, where it showed Sonic and like an, in the t- a tip of a cliff, and it's like panning out to the open world. The Sonic Two trailer, the movie trailer, filled me with a lot of hope and joy. This game fills me with, I don't know what to feel, but fear. It's, I feel like it's dread. <laughs> definitely no, fear i don't know what to think not to mistake this game could possibly be it, it's like it's a roll of the dice we could potentially get a sonic mania open world fun kind of sonic game or we could get sonic 06 and oh man I, and I'm it's so fucking scared and then i i know people are i know people are excited and i'm like i'm open-minded and intrigued with this but at the same time you have to be kind of scared because Sonic's 3D route is very notorious to being very Sonic 06. Sega <laughs> skipped an entire year to work on this. Yeah. We got nothing of Sonic last year. Because the last kind of Sonic stuff we had was Sonic uh, Forces and Sonic... I forgot uh, about Colors. <laughs> yeah, which, not gonna lie, I like Sonic Colors. I personally really enjoy Sonic Colors. Except what they try to do with bringing it back, they kind of made it really glitchy on the Switch. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen. But this is like something new out of Sonic Team. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, this is like they're this is like a next next step. Like they're not going the Sonic Forces route. They seem like they're really trying to 
experiment with the open world and it could potentially be fun but also mm. could be potentially be uh bad <laughs> but we don't we we won't know until we see more gameplay of it right and i hope it's not bad same i i, I want it to be good because a, a open world sonic game sounds fun like the, like yeah. running around super fast all around the the entire plane sounds fun mm. it says it's coming out late 2022 so we might see gameplay of it next year, so hopefully. Uh, yeah, there was one thing I, I I look forward to seeing more of, and that's from the Silent Hill creator with their game Slitherhead. Yes. Oh this, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I now I I remember he says it's supposed to be as horrifying just as the Silent Hill games, and I really hope so because I have been craving some Silent Hill for the longest time already, and yep. it's just good to hear something from the original. Yeah, it says straight from the creators of Silent Hill. They even had Akira Yamaoka with the music. Ooh, Al- yeah. Also, Slitherhead SH. Little yeah. note. Oh, <laughs> it took me a while to pick that up, but Slitherhead. <laughs> it looks super interesting. I hope the mm-hmm. gameplay is great. The the creature designs are pretty cool, pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. And then of course, you know, they showed some Elden Ring with uh with an actual uh animatronic uh pot from the game. Right. Oh, where did I write this down? I said... What was his name? It's like Jerry? Gary? <laughs> it was something like that. Charles, maybe? It was yeah, something like that. Uh, the fucking pot comes out, and I say... I wrote here, I want the letter that he gives them to say Elden Ring has been delayed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, imagine if that happened. Oh, oh no. Yeah, I <laughs> I think that would break the internet. Be like, <laughs> the pot says Elden Ring has been delayed. Ooh, there's this yeah. game. There's this game that they they've shown off already recently, but they 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 had another trailer for it. That's I think they gave it a release date, and it's called Tunic, which is oh yeah. It's it's not it's embracing that it's yeah we are a Zelda clone. The fox the the art design they did for the fox. He basically is dressed like Link and has the Hylian shield, mm-hmm. but it looks cute. It comes out in March and it looks it looks interesting for me personally. Yeah, it's got this Diablo esque uh, kind of camera angle, and it gives me a lot of uh, Titan Souls vibes. If you ever played that, and that was like a kind of like mm-hmm. a top down pixel art Souls like game, mm-hmm. and it kind of gives me vibes of that. But yeah, oh, it yeah. also. It now gives me a lot more, uh, what was the Link's Awakening remake? Yeah. Also, another game that I kind of forgot that they announced here, uh, they're making a real-time strategy game of Dune. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I wrote here, fuck yeah, Spice World, the game. Oh, <laughs> Dune, Spice, Spice Wars. Wars. <laughs> I thought the time had come to embrace Spice World once, um, once more. But it unfortunately... Says- that's what it says here. It says Dune colon Spice Wars. Spice Wars, yeah. Wow. Apparently this is based off a old-ass game. Really? Yeah, apparently this... Well, apparently Dune was a property? Like, Dune... Yeah, it was a movie in, like, the 70s or 80s. Yeah, I know that. The, the <laughs> David Finch movie. But I think it was also... It had, like, this really in-depth, kind of, like, Settlers of Catan type of game. Mm, the Spice World game? Not Spice World. <laughs> Spice, some... Spice Wars, my bad. That's what it's called here. War. But I remember there was like a classic game for Doom. I think it was like a tab- tabletop kind of game. Mm-hmm. 
They also ha- one of the other ones that I kind of remember is the uh, another. They're make a uh, Telltale's making another game, and through the entire trailer, they were like, I was thinking like, oh, what are they showing? Is it like, um, because I'm like, is this Batman in space? Is it the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale? Is it like what kind of Telltale property is this? And then they reveal the face of who it is, and I'm like, what? <laughs> they show the name. It's like the Expanse the Telltale series. I'm like. What? Who? What is this? I thought I was like, what? It's like, is this supposed to be a surprise? I'm like, am I supposed to know who this is? What? And then later on, they bring the girl who's in the, who's part of this show, apparently, is based off an Amazon Prime series. And I'm like, what? I haven't seen that Jeff Bezos movie. No, I have not seen that. And I'm like, what? And I kind of lost interest in that because I was like, oh, is this like a, Batman is base guardians. I'm like, what is this? And then what? Huh? And then I forgot about it until now. And then they showed a home world three, which is, I don't know if anyone knows about uh, that game. Cause I don't know it, but I remember it. the only time I remember is when I saw Scott, the Wasp talk about it in one of his videos. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, Oh, that's it. Um, but yeah, there's, there's some other ones that weren't as big as I, for me personally, like they had a Star Trek game they announced. Uh, Ooh, uh, Evil West. That's that's that looks like a good one. Looks like oh, a Devil yeah. May Cry meets oh. Wild Wild West. Yeah, it seems kind of like a a punch lasers esque kind of like a a new God of War Uncharted mm-hmm. type of combat. Oh yeah, that looked really neat. I forgot about that one. That when does that one come out? Did they ever give a release date for that? I think oh. it was just an announcement. I know yeah. they did get a trailer. Hmm. Oh, damn. Uh, I could riff off a few more here. Uh, everyone hates Destiny, but Destiny 2 is getting another expansion. <laughs> uh, Nightingale. Do you remember this? Nightingale. It kind of looks familiar. That That's kind of like the Old West or kind of Victorian era characters that had guns and shit, and they were fighting monsters in the Old West. And it was like tower defense no like a wave survival crafting oh yeah okay i remember because this is by like it's a, it's a, it's by another studio from people who worked at uh from previous bigger companies yeah and as soon as they said like survival crafting i was like ah, i'll pass <laughs> um oh yeah uh space marine warhammer warhammer yeah that looked uh pretty cool Oh, I, th- uh, I, I never played Warhammer, but I thought it was kind of like Doom. I was like, "Is this Doom?" And um, I'm not a huge fan of Warhammer, but it seems pretty cool. Yes, there was one that I thought was pretty cool, and it had that one Lamb of God singer, that that metal hell singer, Gods of Metal. Right. I actually had something to say about this. So yeah, Metal Hell Singer, this arcade FPS with metal music going around. It looked very much like Doom. I was like, what is this extra mode that they're adding? <laughs> but apparent, apparently there was some, like, ska for this, because apparently it's also made by the same devs who made uh, Bullets Per Minute, if you've ever heard about this game. It's a like a VR rhythm-based shooting game. Mm. But at, like, the same time, there was this other gun-based rhythm game that came out by a completely separate dev team and they might have been related they might have like splintered off and made try to make their own game there's some really weird 
stories going on with this, so more info is needed. So, because I've never, I've never seen some of that game. I thought I don't see that. I was like, wait, is this, is this like, I don't know. I thought it's like, is this like a Doom clone or something? Like, it was yeah, like something like that. But no, I'm, I'm it, maybe I'll check it, it out looks, if when looks it comes interesting. out. Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But they did have like some games that were like you know some of them were like not my take but some of them were interesting like they did show more from Forspoken right I wrote here Forspoken looks good too <laughs> dot 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 where is FF sixteen <laughs> yeah they, they they haven't showed that ever since they announced that I think at a uh, state of play uh, I guess <laughs> uh, it it's called getting bayoneted. <laughs> it's happening again yeah i feel like they i feel like if, if square enix wasn't ready to show ff um is it 16 ff 16 yeah, 16 if they weren't ready to show final fantasy 7 uh final fantasy 7 i mean final fantasy 16 i feel like they shouldn't have show, made a trailer for it they should have just waited till they were closer to it i'm surprised they showed so much and now they can't don't have anything to show yeah Mainly because I think, like, the same... I don't know how much of the same team, but I know that the art department from FF14 is working on this game. Oh, yeah. And they are currently busy. And who's working on the, like, the game design on aspect? I know it's, like, a, a team that who's, worked on something else. I want to see if they announced a director. Let me see. I know for Forspoken comes out May 24th. I'm like, it kind of look, looks fun. I When I first saw it, I was like, okay, this kind of looks interesting. Directed by Hiroshi Takai, produced by Naoki Yoshida, the producer of uh, FF14. Mmm. All right. Because it looks more action than, uh, yeah. than RPG. They might I... go a bit more in depth than they did with 15. Mm, hopefully. Hopefully. Oh, oh, oh uh, uh, GTFO. That's one of the ones I've been looking forward to playing. Oh, yeah. That's uh, finally coming out of early access. Yeah. Oh, shit. I was. I was very excited about that. I, it's, I'm a big horror fan, so watching this being as like as close to survival horror as possible is going to be really good, and really fun to play, especially with my mates. I know I have yeah. the, I have this on my wish list, so I, I need to pick it up soon. Yeah, I remember. I, I think my friends were playing it, and I went to pick it up. It was still in early access at the time. Right. But I think they only played it for one day, and then I refunded it. So now that it's out. <laughs> I can actually uh, probably give it a try. And I can't think of what else they showed unless that's kind of it. Uh, apparently Kojima's coming next year. Del Toro shows a trailer for a film. Oh, and, yeah. And, and he... Del Toro says, fuck Konami. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like... He basically, he's it... all like, I kind of, he's all like, I kind of wish to make a new Silent Hill game, but you know. Yeah. Oh, well. Fuck you, Konami. <laughs> Yeah. He basically was saying fuck you to Konami because he's like, you know, it'd be cool yeah. if we had a Silent Hill game, but you know, it is uh, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Pub PUBG has a crossover with Arcane League of Legends, uh, a combination wow. of both of my most hated things. <laughs> so that'll wow. be a thing. I've heard really? I've heard the Arcane show is good, from what I've heard. Yes. It is very good. Uh er everything else around League is not good. Or mainly, I just hit League of Legends. <laughs> From but, what uh, I, I remember, like seeing people on Twitter <laughs> were like, "Hey guys, I know the Arcane show was really good, but please do not play League. I beg of you. Mm -hmm. This shouldn't convince you to play League of Legends. 
<laughs> go go play Legends Ruterra. Go get ready to play Project L. Play Stone anything League. that isn't League. But uh, I guess that's mostly what they showed uh, uh, during the Game Awards. Yeah, just more little things. Uh, Ming-Na Wen looks incredible at 50. Uh, K-pop was a mistake. <laughs> oh, yeah. That yeah. was... That, that, I forgot about that creepy part. That creeped me the hell out. Yeah, that wasn't great. Uh, uh, Raid Shadow Legends and Jeff Goldblum. No! <laughs> uh, they took him, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot we were going to talk about this. Um, the Matrix uh, announcement. Uh, Matrix, uh, forgot what it's called. Unreal something? Oh, what? Yeah. Are you talking about the demo or the movie? The Matrix uh, uh, demo. The demo. That, uh, yeah, uh, it was it was awakened. It was awakened because the movie's called Resurrections. Because uh, they okay. they announced this, uh, I think a, a couple of days before the Game Awards, and then they talked about it a bit more during the Game Awards, saying that it's playable now on specifically on PlayStation Five and Series X. Well, you like, yeah, the, you know the demo's free, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, not the yeah. Well, you know, the game was free. I didn't save them. Yeah, the yeah. the matrix the matrix uh, game demo is it's free. It's it's the it's called the Matrix Awakens. Um, the Matrix Awakens, an Unreal Engine five experience, and what of it? What an experience it is! Because I did play it. Um, after the game awards, I I dabbled on it. I'm like, holy shit! They really because they it's basically they had the game and they just put everything on high, like on very high yep. quality. And when you're watching, it's like, holy shit. Like, how is it running this fast with this? And, like, there's points where you can see where it lags and, like, chugs a bit. And there's parts where it's kind of freakishly, like, realistic, where it's like, what the fuck? Like, it fucks with your mind. Like, I was seeing some of it, and I'm just looking. I'm like, why? Did, I was like, how is this? Look, what? What? How? Uh, right. Welcome but, to the future. <laughs> that's how it felt. And I think it was very smart of them to use the Matrix for this. Like, for this Unreal Engine uh, experience game. Mm-hmm. Like it was smart for them to use, especially from what the Matrix is kind of about. Uh, I've never really seen the Matrix, but I just know like the kind of the concept of it, and I feel like it makes sense that they use the Matrix for this. Even looking at images like people took from the game, it looks like if it's just an image that they got from the street, yeah. which is kind of surreal. <laughs> and it I'm is just, pretty good, especially when like at nighttime. <laughs> like I'm looking at some of this now, and I'm like, holy shit, dude. It's like it's so unreal. Like I can't. It's like how does this, this look like real life? <laughs> this look. This looks more like uh what I wanted cyberpunk to be. Yeah. <laughs> cyberpunk wishes it look like this. this just, was... just watch. It's gonna be a cyberpunk remastered, and it's gonna be with this engine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, this was a really good demo. Like this was a really good demo to release after the game awards. It just makes me kind of like. Make a Matrix game with this. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be kind of that would be pretty dope to have a Matrix a Matrix game with this. Um, maybe hopefully that's what they that that they could work with because it seems like that's a good opportunity for this. But this demo so far, if you if you guys are lucky enough to have uh, get your hands on a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, download this. It's free and it's a really good like experience just to play it, and it'll just show you like how much they can just like, cram in to make it look just like that there's parts where you could tell it's kind of fake and stuff but just like how technically strong and like good looking it is it's like holy shit how is it not making my ps5 sound like a fucking jet engine like it would on the ps4 <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> that, that's what makes it like shocking for me. And I'm like, holy shit, man. Yeah. Unless you're one of those unlucky few that has to void your warranty, open up your PS5 and remove the bit of plastic tape that's on your fucking fan. <laughs> that vibrates when it, the fucking fan goes. It's it's like as uh, putting a, a, a card on your spoke on your bike. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no Nintendo news, no NetherRealm Studios. Yeah, nothing from those two companies, which was kind of surprising. Yeah. yeah. I was I was honestly expecting something from NetherRealm or, and with Nintendo, but no. Nintendo wasn't here this year. I was like, whoa. N- Nintendo sent a sizzle reel about some indies and games they had already talked about. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, wow, no announcements this year. I'm kind of surprised. Unless they want to save it up for their Nintendo Direct that could come in in January or February. But who knows? That worrisome, though. Yeah. But I feel like they have something to show because it feels like they're they're very confident with the release date for Zelda, for Breath of the Wild 2. Um, they, I feel like, I'm really crossing my fingers, they don't delay Bayonetta 3 and they still have it at the date that it's going to come out. I'm just really <laughs> hoping. Please, God. <laughs> I don't want him to delay. At <laughs> least just keep me informed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just tell me if you're going to delay it. <laughs> don't leave us in the dark. Come on. <laughs> I want to see more from Bayo 3, please. But, uh, yeah, they that, that's that's how it ended. Nothing from Nintendo, nothing from NetherRealm. A couple of games that were interesting. A couple of surprises. Uh, Deathloop still shoved in our throats. Um, <gasps> that reminds mm-hmm. me. I... The year of Deathloop is over because I found my new Deathloop. Oh. And you know what that is? Which was that one? Uh, I first have to say, I love Ashley Birch. I think she's a great uh, performer. But mm. fucking Tiny Tina and Borderlands oh, yeah. can <laughs> fuck off, dude. I don't care. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, uh they, I feel like that's going to be a game that they're going to just start showing off until it comes out. Like, boom, boom, I, boom. I did mm-hmm. not need a 10-minute trailer about fucking Tiny Tina. It's like, why do they give us another trailer for that? If we already, we've already seen a lot from it, why do we need to see more? I'm it's like it's coming out, they're building upon it. It's coming out in March. It's like, why are you still showing us so many of these trailers? We already had a lengthy trailer. We don't need another one. It's like, hey, just... Gearbox. <laughs> Oh God! Anything about Gearbox, I'm just like no, no, sorry. E- even when they publish, I'm just like no. <laughs> Didn't they publish God- uh, Godfall? That game that yeah. they eventually yeah. made free on the PlayStation Store and yeah. had it free for a while on the Epic Store. Yeah, fuck that game too. <laughs> it is <sighs> terrible. But I guess yeah, that's a uh, that seems like that's gonna wrap up for this whole uh our adventure as you can see um mm-hmm. i do want to thank mr gage and mr uh julian for being our guests on the show today no well, thank you guys for joining thank us thank you thank you mm-hmm. um of course uh mr gage where can everyone find you uh to keep up uh, with you you can find me uh i mostly do all my content on my twitch which is twitch.tv uh slash odd eyes guard of war yeah and of course there'll be a link in the description below of this episode 
Yeah. You could also check out the Twitter, uh, odd eye Gardevoir. Yeah. And that's when I post when I go live. Hell yeah. You guys go catch him. He plays fighting games. He does some speed runs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fighting games, speed runs, or whatever the hell else I'm feeling. Yeah. And I think, uh, Mr. Julian, I don't think you're you're anywhere, are you? No, I'm a freelancer. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could catch him through uh, just you know if you find a pigeon that could actually deliver mail, you could probably get one of those and you could mail something to Julian. Uh, I don't know if you could find those pigeons. I don't I don't I haven't seen pigeons here in a long while, but uh, you know he'll probably show up in our. And other episodes, same thing with Gage. They'll probably show up in other episodes in the future, so you could catch us on here soon in the future. But, uh, of course, you could follow us on, on our Twitch on the description below. Same thing with our social medias and all that stuff, which will all be linked there. If you like this video, if you're listening to Spotify or if you're listening to this on YouTube, give us a subscribe or a follow on those. It really appreciate us on us, you know? Appreciate it. Uh, as I said, Twitch already. And... Other than that, uh, any last words from you guys before we head off? Obviously, Robinson time traveled to California, so. No, just game well, everyone. Yeah, being big Fortnite gamer. <laughs> big Fortnite gaming poggers. I'm trying to be a positive influence here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, be gaming, guys. Uh, with that, guys, thank you all for watching. Hope you guys have a wonderful morning, evening, afternoon, night, or whatever day. If this is before Christmas or after Christmas, still, happy holidays. Have a happy new year. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Adios. Adios.